Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Right, just when it comes to coming down on the man. 
Cause if you don't mess with the man, the man ain't gon' mess with
partaking this Thanksgiving with no problem and loving love. They're going to be having fun and they're going to, you know, push it like, it, like it's their own shit. You know what I'm saying? Then we're going to have the black people who, now we got three sets of black people. We got those who just in love with the holidays and they're going to, they're going to just rock off with it. You got those who don't fuck with the holidays and but on the strength of their peoples, they try to move, they, they sometimes partake in certain pieces. Then you got niggas like me who's just always in trouble because I be like, yo, fuck all that shit, man. They're like, oh, man, it's your family there. I don't even give a fuck. So what? I don't got to see them. That's what the reason we got to see each other is because of that. Because it's the only time they're going to give us free. But, you know, and, uh, and everybody got their place in there. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got their place in there. And I'm not going to put one place more better than the other in today. But I just know that in today, you got to, in today, this is the question for all those who going to turkey time with these motherfucking peoples and all that shit. The question to give to your people, though, during this time, enjoying, while you're enjoying their uh, company. Now, you know, I don't, I do not prescribe to this, but I'm going to say it anyway because it's something that's said a lot. And what I'm going to say is that there is everybody claimed to have Indian in their family. At least I know 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you couldn't find black people. But I, you know, as a matter of fact, when I was like 15, 20 years ago, right, you couldn't find black people who didn't have Indian in their family. 20 years ago, almost every black person I know, I got Indian in my family. I got Indian right there. See that little right here in my head? And the only place they can show you Indian family is in their hair. Right here. See my hair right here? See that little baby hair is right there? That's come from the Indian in my family. You know, we black sheep. You know what I'm saying? And so this is the fucking thing that's been, been um, hit off and told to it so much that I tell everybody, you know, while you're sitting down with your family, just ask the question, you know, to the oldest people in there. Just ask the question. I, I thought we had Indian in our family. And just wait for the answer to come up. And when the answer come up, then you can go in to the diet tribe house and feel like on Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Take it as some time. If you're going to be there, take it as some time to educate. You're going to have young ones there who ain't going to know nothing about it. Educate. Take your time to educate. If you're going to be here. You know what I mean? So um, then on top of that, we have the beginning of the boycott season also. You know what I mean? And, I, and when I say the beginning of the boycott season, it's because this year there's been a massive push. There's been a lot of talk, a lot of energy being pushed towards, or at least a lot of energy in the African media realm. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, a boycott coming up this, what you call, quote-unquote, holiday season. You know, they want to boycott Black Friday. You want to boycott the Cyber Monday. You know, they want to boycott Christmas. And, you know, uh, from, from, what I'm, from what I'm seeing, one of the lead groups, let me, let me put this in here, one of the lead groups on the boycott, right, is the Nation of Islam. It's being pushed off for the Justice of Else platform that, that was, um, I don't know, I don't think it was given uh, October 
October 15th or whenever he was up there in um, in D.C. But over the 10-10-15, that was the 10-10, that's what it was, October 10th, you know what I'm saying, the Justice or Else movement pushed towards this boycotting of Christmas, you know what I mean, with, you know, black people, we just go boycott Christmas, but it was the, 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 the thing that I don't know if people missed it, so he's not saying to not go buy gifts, man. Right? I'm telling y'all that. I'm telling y'all that. He ain't saying that. He didn't say that anyway. Not Farrakhan didn't say that. But the thought of boycott Christmas is they, they, now some of the propaganda is being pushed that it's a boycott of the economics, of economically spending with all of these other people. But the thought is we're going to stop economically spending but we're going to get back to Jesus. And so, uh, you know, family, I'm telling you, man, with shit like that man said, man, we're going to have to tighten up the shit. Because anybody in 2015 are still willing to go along. You know, like, like I said, you know, uh, we do need to, I, I, I don't disagree with boycotting. I don't disagree with, not boycotting, fuck boycott, because boycott normally means I'm going to just keep my money out until you treat me right, and then I'll give it back to you. I'm on some, just, we just don't give them shit. I'm on some economic hold off, period, and build our own infrastructure. That type of shit. You know what I'm saying? But when they say this boycott thing, they really just want things to get better. They just want it to be, you know, after we, you know, if we take our money away, then you're going to start treating us right. You know what I mean? I'm, and no matter how much money you take away from white people, they're not going to treat you right. I don't give a damn what you say. They will only trick you into thinking they're treating you right. This is how we got civil rights, how we got our civil wrongs. This is how you got your, you know, your little uh, 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 your voter right act, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? This is why we got the affirmative action, shit like that. You know, they gave those bones to us to make us feel like we had uh, entered into a realm of actual, of, of actually being able to live in a free mannerism, you know what I'm saying, and not a forced, uh, uh, forced facade, uh, a facade of equality, you know what I'm saying, this forced sort of equality, which we do not have here at all. So with that being said, family, you know, I'm just uh, just opening it up. Because, like I said, there's a lot of different things going on. I'm going to hit some of these stories up. Take it, to the, take it to my back room and see about these other stories real quick. Black power, bro. Black, black power. Black power, Brother Griff, it's good. Uh, black power, Brother Griff. How are you, how you family? Yo, Brother Griff, man, listen, man. I was listening to this. I was listening to the tracks, too. I really got a chance to listen to them, man. The tracks sounded real good, though. You feeling them? Especially you feeling it? Yeah, let me... I'm, I'm going to tell you the name of the one that I really like. Okay. So I was listening to it over and over. I did. I'm going to find it real quick in my playlist. No doubt. I appreciate that, too. I put a lot of work... It's a whole, actually, that shit is a whole album. I just took like three or four tracks out and sent them to you. I'm going to fuck around and uh, have to find a way to get you the whole joint. You're going to love it. Man, I, me personally, I still rock that shit just to keep me 
keep me grounded, you know what I'm saying? Because it's a lot of jewels. A lot of, a lot of, when I put that shit out, man, I, I handed it out to a lot of young homies and shit. I knew everybody ain't had, you know, five or ten dollars to, to, to rock it, but I'm like, fuck it. I was already eating pretty good at that time, so I'm like, matter of fact, I gave a couple of them to some young homies and shit. Like, yo, go, go off these, whatever y'all get, y'all just keep them. Because for me, it's like free promo. And I'm like, I'll give y'all something, you know what I mean? Something for y'all to do, so I ain't got to do nothing stupid to get no bread. So. Oh, I've been, I've been there. I've been there on that kick right there. Yeah, this shit is uh, some powerful, powerful little joint. I'm gonna get you the whole joint though, for real, for real. It's kind of a manual, you know what I'm saying? A manual on how to maintain through white supremacy for the young black male and for the, you know, some juice for the for the queens on there as well. I'm not just hold up, man. I just had this shit now. What happened to the Never Win News, bruh? I went back to y'all's old joints and shit. I heard you out there. <laughs> I was listening to some of y'all's first, first shows and shit. Shit was crazy. Yeah, I like that shit, though. The Devil Win, yeah, baby. baby. <laughs> we was, we was hoping that's when we first jumped off, man. That's why we had to still do a dude <laughs> show. We had to still do a dude show and shit, though. You know, we just first jumped off. We, didn't know, we was like, yo, fuck it. Me and Brother Cole was like, fuck it, man. We're going to do a dude show. Yo, I was dropping some shit, though. I was coming with some raw shit, though. Mm-hmm. I said, I was dropping some raw shit, though. I like that shit because it's always good to go back, you know what I'm saying, to them humble beginnings and shit, show how it all came to, you know what I mean, came into tradition. Yeah, so, I'm, you're saying that's going to make me go listen to it, but now I I, I got the joint. Okay. Just for the, love of, for the love of the game. Oh, you like that one? Yeah. Yeah, I told yeah. you the, the the first cat on there was this dude named Cartel, and I had to I did the chorus in the second verse. Yeah, yeah, nah, I, I like that joint right there. No doubt, you like the verse. That's you. You like what Baby Boy? I like what he's spitting too. Yeah, nah, I like the whole song. I like this. I like joint. this. I like the whole. I like all of it together. I like I like how it's put together. You hear that intro from the clip and shit? The intro and the outro. Yeah, sir. That's what y'all. That's what really caught me at first, the intro. <laughs> no doubt. So that's, that's what made me really listen to this shit. So I was like, damn, then when I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, man, I, I got it queued up. I, I, no I could definitely play it. I could definitely play it before the show is over, man. I definitely make sure I can get to that tonight. That's cool, you know what I'm saying? How, you know, if it's going, you know what I mean? For the family, you know what I'm saying? No doubt. For the family, no for the family man, we're going we gonna to chop it up for, for, a couple, uh, for a couple minutes, you know what I mean? There's a lot of okay. shit going on, like I said. There's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of wild things going on back and forth. First thing that I want to touch is the Black Lives Matter um, shooting. That's the first thing I want to touch is that. No doubt. I'm gonna find that article. I'm gonna find that article right there. And really get it in. I was missing the sister over the weekend. I ain't, I ain't caught up with the sister over the weekend. Uh, caught up with Sister Camille over the weekend. Uh, catch up with her tonight. She slide on through. But Brother Ford is definitely putting this on. Let me see here. Like I'm saying, um, in the article I'm going to read, because what I'm getting, 
At first, the first thing that I heard off of the from the shooting was that it was um, some uh, white supremacists, right? Mm-hmm. And now I'm gonna say this, and I know it's gonna sound funny because we know that they all white supremacists. But it went from like a fringe group of white supremacists to actual police officers. They were saying it was white supremacists. Then they said it was it was five zero that was busting. Yeah. So uh, let me see here. Let me, let me get to that because uh, the news story. Yeah, that was the news story when the news story first came out. It mm-hmm. was it was all about it was all about. Um, Black Lives Matter protesters shot, but the shooting was done by white supremacists, but the white supremacists were shooting from the police station area. Now, I got one that has a video with it, and I'll place that inside um, inside the group. I'll place that in the group, the video. All right, this is. And you speaking of never win news? Uh-huh. Our city is ranked number one in Connecticut right now. We have been ranking in the top ten of most um, violent places, violent cities in in the United States. But we rank number one in our in our state right now. And that's, that's the, the propaganda. That's so they're trying to push an agenda, or you feel like this shit is warranted? Nah, I would say that this, it's warranted. I say it's warranted. Nah, I would, I would really say it's warranted. Is being crazy like that down there? Oh, over there? Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, this is. If we were as large as Chicago, if we were mm-hmm. as large as Chicago, we would have as many murders as Chicago. If we had a million people here, we would we would have easy. We would do four hundred bodies easy every every year. We would do four hundred. Just looking at the mentality of the people here, it's like a large city. New Haven is a is a model city, and so being a model city is one of the cities that they experimented with, and then took the things that they experimented with and placed them inside other cities in the United States. So like um what you call the projects and things like that and certain uh, welfare programs and psychological programs that they run, they ran them here in New Haven and then placed them in other, um, and then placed them in other cities. Hmm. And so, you know, um, what you have in a large city you have here, the mentality is a small town with a big city attitude. No doubt. So, um, yeah, we just, man, we stay getting, you know, it's, you got to be careful out here. You got to be careful. I'm, I'll tell you that. This is not a place that you just want to just be, it, it get nighttime, you just want to be walking around and, you, and you're and not from whatever part of town you're walking in. That's not going to be a good thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, the mentality here is, is vicious. But, 
we'll get to the story real quick. I'm going to read this story. So for um, Raw Story, this is for the, uh, Minnesota, the NAACP, NAACP leaders shock CNN. Police are behind the Black Lives Matter shooting. Raisha Williams, communications chair of the Minneapolis NAACP, told CNN members, CNN, that members of law enforcement were behind the Monday night shooting of Black Lives Matter protesters. During an interview on Tuesday, CNN host Brooke Baldwin asked Williams to react to breaking news that two men had been arrested in connection to shootings that injured at least five people who were protesting the killing of Jamal Clark. Um, and actually... I thought I had the clip. I thought I had the clip, but I was going to pull the clip. I'm going to try here. Queen talking herself. Here we go. Matter of fact, I'm going to play the clip. I'm going to play the clip for the family. One second. Police say they are still looking for more suspects. With me now is the communications chair of the uh, Minneapolis NAACP. She is Raisha Williams. Uh, Ms. Williams, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having us, Brooke. So what I'm hearing now, not just one arrest here, uh, but two. Tell me, is that what you're hearing? And what do you know about these uh, individuals who are in custody? Right, so we're hearing two at this time, but we don't necessarily trust that. We know that the police department is behind this. This is our personal belief after uh, receiving witnesses' accounts, me personally being on the ground. Also, uh, Minneapolis Department Union head has so uh, written wait, out wait, 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 forgive me. I have to interrupt you. I know there's a delay here in Paris, but you said you believe the police department is behind what? We believe the police department is facilitating the uh, injustice, uh, uh, bullying to the protesters, and we also believe that they are involved in this shooting. We know from blackboards and from uh, chat rooms and also videos that we have posted on our website that police um, that are from different counties, police from different districts have come down to entice the protesters, have come down to... Minneapolis, and you know much more about this, but those are serious allegations you are just laying down on national yep. television. And we are standing behind it. We do not back down from these allegations. Where is your evidence that, that they were involved in the shooting? So we know that when the incident happened, police were lurking over the top of the precinct. Immediately once the victims were shot, protesters ran to the door of the precinct, and they knocked on the door for help for ambulance. The police came out, and one officer said, this is what you've been wanting, and shut the door on us. It took 15 minutes for the police to even arrive, and shortly after that, they began to make the crowd. So if you are not a part of the problem, if this is not something that you're trying to cover up, why would you not attend to victims that pay for your salary? But do you have concrete evidence? I understand what you're telling me you heard when the door was open at the police precinct, but, but what is your concrete evidence of this? We have concrete evidence 
We have video footage. Go to our website of an uh, undercover cop getting into an unmarked car. We have the license plate. We've been running it. They have been coming down to our facility, to the precinct, where we have our city tent and our protesters, and they have been trying to entice us the whole time. So we believe, and we stand behind our belief, that the Minneapolis Police Department are not protecting us, and therefore they stand with racist white supremacists who want to destroy a peaceful movement all over the country when things like this have happened, riots have broken out. In Minneapolis, we have not rioted. We have not burnt anything. We have not looted. Even after we have been shot at and injured by white supremacists and the police did nothing but come on the scene and begin to mace our protesters, we still have not taken the streets angry. We're a peaceful group of all nationalities, all religions, and all different points of views. But we all come together to stand in one righteous truth. Okay. I understand. We're going to wait for concrete evidence. We're going to wait for this police press conference from Minneapolis. Uh, Raisha Williams, thank you so much for your time from the NAACP. Black Power. So y'all heard it? Y'all heard it? Y'all heard mm-hmm. it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, girl said she was with the NAACP or she was with Black Lives Matter? No, she was with the NAACP. Oh, okay. She was supporting Black Lives Matter, or they were down there, and she's saying they got attacked as well. Well, the protest, the protest was basically uh, people from Minneapolis and the Black. You know, Black Lives Matter is everywhere. They, they, yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you know, it's not. You know, she NWC. She and um. Let me see exactly. Hold on. Let me let me tell you exactly what her title is with the NAACP. I don't want to mess that up. Get her title dead right. I'm trying to see if they a separate entity or if they a coalition or some part of the Black Lives Matter movement. Because what I'm hearing is something. I would say that, if anything, the Black Lives Matter movement would be trying to get in with the NAACP. like to me is some agent shit they trying to trying to co-opt the, they're trying to co-opt they trying to co-opt the motherfucking like their revolutionary nature like they on the front lines now and shit getting shot at and all this and that extra bullshit but I ain't seeing no bodies only bodies is getting is the young black males is the ones getting bodied like y'all coming out protesting claiming y'all getting niggas just let loose on y'all and shit and now y'all the focus of the, the revolutionary push for 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 BB for Hodier. Now, listen, this is what she is. She's the communications chair. Uh-huh. That's what she is. That's her, that's her title. She's the communications chair. So she's the, she the minister of information. She's the one who come out and speak. She talked about they went down to the police station, knocked on the doors for them to come help. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All <laughs> right. Brother Little, Brother Little said this, man. He said, Grandma would say this, man. Grandma would say, look, man, only one playing is you. You feel me? Only one. That even sound right, though. Like... Now, how the fuck is you out here? You <laughs> out here, you know what I'm saying? You know what time it is. They shooting you down. You saying that police, y'all got videos of police 
in undercover marked cars, undercover, I mean, un, unmarked cars, undercover, you know what I mean? They inciting y'all. They got heat. They're going to pop off. They're going to pop off. Who is going to stop them? Who is going to stop? You know these your fellow officers, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, it's me and my homies. Y'all out there with that bullshit. We inside the lab. The homies is outside. You see us and like, yo, because it's my yard, I'm supposed to say something to the homies not to do nothing to you because it's my mm-hmm. yard. Nah, man. The homies going to pop off. They're going to pop off. Y'all be, man, I ain't saying nothing. And I'm not going to pop off on them. Tell me, and I ain't see shit. I ain't see shit. Now, definitely ain't popping off. <laughs> The first thing I'm going to do is come outside and be like, what the fuck was y'all doing in my yard? Man? See, see, they, they, they come out third Mason niggas. Man. Come out my yard, kill who shot. Get y'all shot ass out my yard. Now, they say that they got shot or it was some so injuries. Five of them like, got shot. Five of, uh-huh. them, five of them allegedly got shot from the news story. Allegedly. And, from, and, and now this is, and I'm going to say this, right? They got on, online, you can see video. So it's online, people's cell phone cameras and shit like that. So I'm going to say that more than likely they might have been shot because there's so much cell phone footage of people who was out there. You know what I'm saying? Now, who's taking, who taking cell phone footage when motherfuckers is letting loose? No, you, no, no uh, I'm saying it's cell phone footage. Like, it's cell phone footage while the shots go off. Because, you know, they out, mm-hmm. out niggas is out there. They protesting yeah. and then it's... It might be 50 protesters and 100 people with cameras. No doubt. You okay. know what I'm saying? They all, everybody with the cameras is out. So it looks like a large crowd. So that's how that's how the footage is out there. It's not like news footage, like straight off of, like straight from ABC news footage. Like, you know what I mean? It ain't Fox, CNN, it ain't CNN news footage. Like, yo, look at this what happened. No this doubt. This came off of all the Nigga, nigga. That's some player with shit. Did you see any blood? Yeah, now that's what, now that's what, I, that's what I'm looking. You know, brother Little, you know that's what we looking for. We looking for the real. I, I need to see blood and people. Now I seen some video. Let, let me see. Let me see. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it back. Um, and I and I'll put it in the I'll put it in the group so y'all can look at it. So, so and then if niggas is letting loose, just miscellaneous, I'm gonna be taking cover though. I ain't just about to just be. Filming and shit. I gotta make sure I'm secure. You know what I'm saying? Look, uh, uh, hold on. Uh-oh. You could duck down, put your hand up, keep the camera on. Yeah, but you don't know what you're filming at that point. Nigga, gotta be in the mix. I, you know I was saying we got this, the filming of the other of of the people of um uh after the after the point, like people shot. That's okay. what I'm talking about. I ain't, like you know what I mean. And uh, now I'm gonna see right here. Now let me see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Not after shooting. I don't want after shooting. I don't want describe. I want people describing the shooting. Black Lives Matter continue rally despite the shooting. I don't want none of that. I need. There we go. Is this the? I'm 
I'm like, brother, little with all the shooting, where the bodies at, nigga? Show me some, show me some motherfucking, uh, show me some, 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 hey, show me some court. Hold on, hold on. All right. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold up, y'all. I'm going They call they call or is they African? Ah, that's one. That's... Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's, that's two brothers. That's two brothers. I'm trying to see who this other one is. I can't see the other one. They they over top of them, and I can't see them.
Power BB48. What do you do out there? What's going on? How you, how you, sister? Come here. Black Power BB48. Just um catching up, listening in. This is something going on, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This 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 look real right here. This look real. This look it look real. You know what I'm saying? Um, we just played the clip. You know, played the clip of the of the sister. Did y'all hear the, the clip of the of the NAACP communications chair um, speaking? No, Black I power, sis. Uh, all right, well, the sister came on, and she basically stated that, listen, they, they feel as though the police had something to do with the shooting. There's, um, there's, there's uh, speculation that the shooting came from uh, a, a port near the police station, like on the other end of the police station, while they were on one end, that the shots came from the other end, and the police would not um, give them any help at all and said one of the cops came to the door and said, well, look, ain't this what y'all wanted? And closed the door on them. And, you know, they basically didn't even come out. You know, they came out in the video. It looked like they came out a little bit after the fact, but I don't think they was hard on, on the trail or trying to go get nobody because if some shooting started happening right outside your goddamn precinct, you would suspect that the police would be all over that. Mm-hmm. So that's the situation going down out there in Minneapolis. Yeah, the sister said it, it took them 15 minutes to come, and when they came, they got down and started spraying niggas. Yeah, started spraying up with the base. This does help with the imagery of uh, Black Lives Matter now making them radical. Mm-hmm. And the NAACP. Listen, because they, they, you know the, <laughs> they working with the NAACP down there. So this is this. This told me something else, the NAACP, and, 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 and the funny thing about it is it was pushed as Black Lives Matter type of protest, but the spokesperson on the television was the NAACP spokesperson. That's why I said I think the NAACP using it as an as a energy. Like, they, you know, they, they protest and they give Black Lives Matter credibility as being credible because NAACP been around for so long, but the Black Lives Matter, the whole slogan and the, um, you know, the energy behind it is the youth energy. So they need that energy. So they like, look, later for that, we use the energy, but at the end of the day, we the big dogs on this. What was the, um, what was the racial makeup of, of the protesters, bro? When you looking at the video, that video it looked like a lot of black people out there. It looked like some white people was there, but Minneapolis is a, it, it, it got a lot of black people there. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, and and I and I and I mean like a lot like the same way like you got cities like like New York, 
Even though you see, even though the majority of people in New York is is goddamn white, it's areas where it's like just it's mad black people. Like that mm-hmm. type of shit. They got a couple hundred thousand black people out there. Not at the protest, but I'm saying in the city. But um, it looks like a, a a large makeup. And plus, listening to the voices, listening to the voices out there, it sounded like a lot of a lot of uh, brothers. I heard a lot of that, you know, good old Ebonic out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, I can't I can't really tell you though from that footage. I have to look at some. I have to look at some other footage to really see. Exactly the makeup of the Black Lives Matter group out there, but it did look like a lot of a lot of them. And, and as they say, you know, um, they continue the rally after the fact. Let's see here. Now it might be about fifty-fifty. Well, whites and well, whites and, and Caucasoids. I mean, Caucasoids and Africans.
good enough to let you off with a slap on the wrist, especially when you go for an officer's weapon. So, yeah. A little reverse cultural enriching. So, uh, we're going to make the fire rise. The fire rise of. Well, basically what he's saying is we're just going to go have ourselves a little look-see. A little look-see. I read on poll that some little lolly is in trouble and needs our help. Something about search and rescue. So we're going to go knock that out. Cover, They call it a little Willie and some shit, little wing day. They call speaking Ebonics, but if for real, for real, you got to study their little lingo and language because they're always talking some old fucking hillbilly code and shit. They're always using these little funny names and terminology. So you got to peep, peep the fuck what they're talking about. And white people know if the white person hear them talking, they'll know exactly what the fuck they're talking about. They'll be like, oh, yeah, that means this, that, or the other. The average motherfucking brother or sister hear that shit like, what the fuck? So, you know, I just want to put that out there, that out there in Minneapolis, you know, there's a, a lot of friction out there, a lot of friction. I don't know, and I'm going to tell y'all, listen, I don't know what they're doing right now. See, this is, all right, elections is over. <laughs> elections is over. So, now I told y'all this a couple months ago. We was asking about where the shooting's at. A lot of people ain't on TV. We ain't seen no shootings for months, right? Yeah. We ain't we ain't seen nothing on TV for months. Now, back on the screen. We back on the screen. It's, it's, it's pumped up even harder. It's pumped up so hard. They're going so hard that they bring, a, they now release the footage from a shooting from last year in Chicago, right? Of a police shooting, shooting a young, a young boy, sixteen, shoots him, kill him, shoot the boy. I mean, shoot, shoot him sixteen times, right? So now they protesting again out in Chicago. Matter of fact, they out in Chicago, uh, pretty much fighting with the police a little, a little something like. I don't know how it's going to go out there in Chicago, 
But I just see the uptick is coming again. The uptick is coming back. They're going to uptick on on the the video, the on screen. Do they need this? Remember, this, this political shit still going on. They need this for us to, for us to get lost. Supposed to get lost in what the fuck is, is really happening. They need us back to protesting. They need us back to instead of instead of motherfucking properly planning to prevent poor performance. They want us just running around like chickens with our head cut off, here, there, and everywhere. Trust me, this is not no good for us right here. This is not no good. Seeing this happening is no good for us. How, how could it be? How could this just be good for us when only thing this only thing that they're looking at? We get people who come on. You see what they did with this Minneapolis thing? They bring people on who don't want. <coughs> Excuse me. They bring people on talking about yo. Listen, all we doing, all we doing is just going to do the right thing. We just going to just we we just peaceful. We ain't did nothing to nobody. Why they want to do this to us? This shows you the idiocy in our people thinking. So, I'm going to move on. But um, that's out of Minneapolis, man. Black Lives Matter, five protesters shot. True. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Matter of fact, hold on, hold on. Before I get off of that, though, let me let me, let me put in the, uh, let me put in the two boys that got arrested. Let me get that right. Three in custody. Alright, three in custody, one relief. Let me we're gonna get the latest. This is from the Minneapolis Star Tribune. Three in custody, one released in fourth precinct shooting post-march concert in. Police have arrested two men they have been seeking in connection with the shooting at the Black Lives Matter encampment Monday night. Minneapolis police said they arrested 23-year-old, a 23-year-old white man. Hold up. What the f- What? What is this white man's name? What do you mean? Hold up. Minneapolis police said they arrested 23-year-old white man in Bloomington at 11.20 a.m. Tuesday. A second shooting suspect arrested in South Minneapolis at 12.05 p.m. has been released after questioning. The investigation has revealed that the man arrested in South Minneapolis in his car this afternoon was not at the shooting scene, police said in a statement. About 2.30 p.m., two men turned themselves in, police said, saying they were white. One age 26, another age 21. They were being interviewed by investigators, officials added. Authorities are weighing whether to treat the shooting of five people protesting near the Minneapolis Police Department 4th Precinct Station Monday night as a hate crime. Sources familiar with the investigation said Tuesday morning. Um, after the arrest, the mayor said she was proud the police are making arrests in last night's shooting. We sparing no efforts to bring any and all of those responsible to justice, yada, yada, yada. These are a bunch of true professionals, yada, yada, yada. They work nonstop. 
FBI say they are aware that this incident is coordinating with the Minneapolis police to assess the facts and determine if a further federal action is warranted. Um, all right, let me see here. Um, let's get this. Hold on, let me see. Let's get the, the number of people. All right, protesters took turns speaking. One of the shooting victims returned to the scene, leaning heavily on a cane. Wesley Martin, 43, said he was shot after he and a group of others chased a suspected gunman toward an alley off Morgan Avenue. I've been out here every night since it started, and you know when people look suspicious. The bullet ripped through his right knee. Martin said, he said, oh, Martin said, the bullet ripped through his right knee, Martin said. He said his 19-year-old brother, Tevin King, was also shot in the stomach. As Martin spoke, his cousin Leroy Williams nodded in agreement. Really, we could get violent, and there's a lot of us that are willing to go to jail for this, but, but we're not. We're keeping the peace. Williams also said that one of Clark's cousins, Cameron Clark, 24, was also among the shooting victims. Gary Brown, Martin's cousin, lived down the street from the precinct and said she and others were cooking dinner for the protesters when these four guys walked up. They had masks and they had a briefcase. I thought they were there to donate something. Brown said that someone in the crowd pointed the men out as suspected agitators, and the crowd started to chase them away, heading north on Morgan Avenue. The men got as far as an alley just north of the precinct house when they started shooting. Brown said when we turned around, they started to shoot at us from behind. The shooters appeared to be wearing bulletproof vests under their clothing, she said. It was all scary. You wouldn't expect anything like that. We didn't have a security de- we didn't have a security detail. Everybody here was peaceful. We didn't expect these the psychos. We were all terrorized last night. I've never seen racism like that. Um, a sleepless Jocelyn Larkin to her thirty old thirty eight year old son Draper was was so-so after being shot in the arm. He's doing all right. I'm making sure that it didn't kill him. Uh, walking, he lived near the protest. So she was feeling some uh, something bad was going to happen when her son went out to protest. I'm not taking either side. This stuff has been going on for 40 years, and I'm through. It's happening all over. I just want peace. That's all I want. I'm hurt for him to get shot like that. This is a war going on. Hmm. All right. All right. They say that what happened is the cat caught the Black Lives Matter people, caught them up. I mean, um, the white people came in. They've been coming down there back and forth. Uh, people point them out, saying, yo, listen, they go some crackers over there look funny. They started, you know what I'm saying, fucking with the crackers, telling the crackers, look, y'all got to get up out of here. As brother said, they chases, they chases the crackers. The crackers, um, as they get a little bit away, the crackers turn on them and start busting. Bong, bong, bong. And... About six or seven of them was together, five of them get shot. 
That's what's going on here. See, see, see. And Granny wasn't lying, man. Granny wasn't lying. Already. This ain't no motherfucking freeze tag, nigga. <laughs> yeah, say freeze tag, fuck you, take Motherfuckers who you think got body armor on. If I got on body armor, what make you think I ain't got no heat? What's wrong with you? I suspect that you ready to go to war. Oh, you're not? Too bad. Too bad. I came out here not playing the game. You came out here thinking this was Halo, nigga. This ain't Halo. This is not Call of Duty, nigga. You won't respawn. I'm doing that up, though, bro. So they, they chasing some fucking white supremacist motherfuckers, some racist white boys and shit up alleys and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds, something don't sound right. I mean, get people to block protest the police, Black Lives Matter, they can pass. How y'all end up on another wild goose chase or something else? Then it kind of taken away from the actual, you know what I'm saying? Young black male got smoked out there. It's what the fuck we supposed to be out there for? So this shit kind of sound like a sidetracking the issue and shit, a red herring and shit. You got to treat that shit like Medusa, family. When you, you you ain't supposed to look at the TV eyes, nigga. You ain't supposed to oh, make no. no eye contact with the TV, and no <laughs> goddamn uh, ear contact with the radio. Dude. Do it at your own peril. No doubt. I, I say, you know, it makes me think of Brother Bourne. Why this particular shooting? Why now? Why after the elections? You know, there were some shootings that happened before the election. You know, Brother shot down in Texas. That was August. Might have been August 18th, remember correct on that. Nothing. Nothing from the Black Lives Matter. Nothing. Boom, boom, bang. So why this one? And then you look at the role of propaganda. You have Black Lives Matter being mentioned by um, uh, Farrakhan, who the media, you know, want to portray as being, you know, black power militant when, you know, he not. And they know he not, but that they need to sell that imagery. And he mentions their name, you know. So it's it's interesting. I'm 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 just going to watch it. Mm-hmm. Now, this is, this is, it's always why this one make this one special. You know what I mean, like I said, they don't release this other thing from from Laquan McDonald. They sent the people right into the street and released this um video. I I thought they had arrested this cop on this thing right here. Uh, I thought they arrested. Maybe, yeah, that's that's him. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Get this. Make sure I get this. Get this. Get this cracker name. Jason Van Dyke. Oh damn! Look at this. This Jew right here. This is. Oh, this is a wild. Um, Damn, this is a Russian-looking German white motherfucker. He looks, it's, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. Cracker got more than one body. 
Yeah, they got um. Well, my bad. The brother was seventeen. He was seventeen and was shot sixteen times. Um, they arrested him. They arrested the. They arrested the cop. So see, this way, this why, this why it's, it's funny because they arrested this cop. They arrested him. You know what I'm saying? Hold him without, ain't holding him without bail. That's where it get funny out. I'm like, damn, hold up, man. They arresting him. He getting arrested and held without bail. Y'all really trying to make it seem like y'all fighting this shit here. Remember, they still they they fighting for presidency right now. Remember, they want to get y'all caught up to the game. This 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 gonna be the new information. This gonna be the new thing that they can have on for the debate. What they gonna do about road police? Uh, this gonna be the thing. What what to do about these road cops out here? What can we do? No, and ain't nothing changed since we, we first got here. Once again, a young black child is murdered in the street six sixteen times. And like the brother said, this is that take what's going on is now um that's now an aftermath when that is um the reality that has uh continued on since we got here and that um we haven't put to an end. So that's what's going on. So y'all watch out. I said Chicago, they, they got they got this thing uh, pumping off. Got the people out on the street hard. People out on the street hard. Um, they actually they actually clashing with the police though. They, they're not, you know, they might got a lot of people talking about we want a peaceful protest, but that's Chicago, and people are ready to clash. So we got a lot of clashing going on with, with the um. Cops out here right now. Anybody got any other stories they want to put in or anything you want to just interject right now? What's going on with the family? I just want to say my condolences to the families, you know, that are suffering right now because another one of our people have been murdered by the enemy, any way you put it, you know. So, you know, my heart go out to them. And this is a good time for the general, for a general type to um, be out in them streets, particularly in Chicago, you know, because now with the youngins warring against the enemy, and seeing it visually, they could be ready for hearing it on that mental level. You know what I'm saying? Uh, taking that information and allowing that to fuel uh, their desire to destroy this racist system and to bring it into fruition.
oh, there it go, there it go, there it go, there we go. Drop this in here on y'all real quick. Drop this on y'all. I might even, let me see, let me see. Let me get into the chat room. Drop this in the chat room, too. Surgery. Uh, this one, this, this is from an article from November 17th, uh, science article on reproductive health. Surgery could give men wounds of their own within five years. Will men be able to give birth sooner than, well, never? That's the question provoked by last week's announcement that the Cleveland Clinic is performing uterus transplant surgery on women who were born without a womb or whose uterus is diseased or malfunctioning. Here in the news, we and some of you wonder if science can transplant a uterus into a woman. Can it transplant one into a man? The answer is yes. Is it, um, here we go. Theoretically, men could receive a uterus, carry a baby to term, and give birth. But what really blew our minds is that the day of male pregnancy is closer than you'll think. My guess is five to ten years away, maybe sooner, says Dr. Cameron Chung, director of the Fertility Preservation Program at the University of Southern California's Keck School of Medicine. Today, medical advances let transgender women adjust their biochemistry to suppress male and introduce female hormones, have breasts that can lactate, and obtain surgically constructed vaginas that include a neoclitoris, which allows sensation. That's fucking insane. Do you hear that shit? I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss right now. What? I've seen it. I said, yo, I, I've seen it, and, 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 I, and I didn't even read all of it. I just read to see if it was some credible doctors and so I can go look up the doctors and see if it was some doctors and stuff in here, you know what I mean, make sure that it was a, a, you know, a, a, a certifiable article. So I put it to the side so I can read it up here on the show. And now I'm bugging out. But okay, uh, until now, however, a place to carry the fetus, a womb of its own, was a major missing link. Uterus transplants can conceivably surmount that hurdle. Mm. Uh, trans, uh, hold on. Again, a uh, Christine again, a transgender woman, Dr. Christine again, a transgender woman and mother of twins, says the human drive to be a mother for a woman is a very serious thing. Transgender women are no different. Insane again. Uterus transplants are still in the research stage for women suffering from uterus factor infertility. See, I'm not gonna play that 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 insanity. There's no such thing as a transgender anything. Okay. You are a man at the end of the day, and I don't give a damn about the fake breast implants and all of this other shit. Okay. They got all that money for that. 
But look at all these hungry babies out here and homeless babies and shit and people. Ain't got no money for that, but you got money for this bullshit. Anti-nature shit. Insanity. Shit. Um, Shaka Musi Barashango said that shit. 
and his European holidays and genocide, that the white man always wanted to have a baby. That the black man ain't never going to have a baby. And we praise the black woman for having them. intricate natural processes that go into having a child there's no way you can fix no man's body to have no child so whatever come out of that motherfucker is going to be a monster like it's going to be something else couldn't be no type of motherfucking uh human you know nothing more human like a human being Definitely, you know we we dealing in we dealing in the times of the beast, man. Get you just get 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 prepared, man. Come <laughs> man. Be be ready and right, cause it's coming soon to to a theater near you. And, and one thing that I'm I'm going through my I'm going through my uh you know trying to pull all these different news articles and this and and they are flooding look man this shit right here they flooding this this story this many out this Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. this shit is getting major major. On fucking air. I'm talking about major airplane. Get major news, you know what I'm saying? Major news uh, coverage right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's like Sister Camille was saying, they're trying to co opt the motherfucking movement and shit, like put them, put Black Lives Matter on the front of that shit. Like they doing something, you know what I mean? Some revolutionary shit. There ain't no bodies. Like, where the bodies at? If they really was out there like that, nigga, where the bodies? Like, somebody would have got bodied by now if it was really all that greasy. I don't want to hear about no no gunshot, shot in the ass, this and that, leg and the arm. Let's 
see what's going on out there in this in this Sudan. Oh, they got a oh, they got a Sudan suspension, Sudan peace talks, deadlock over aid delivery. The mediation team of the African Union High Level Implementation Panel has decided to suspend the security negotiations between the Sudanese government and armed movements in Ethiopia on Monday. Hmm. So now I know there was a uh, a duality of how they got it because Sudan has already been broken into Sudan and like. Uh, southern like Sudan, and so this has already been broken there. But what they're saying is now is that, and how I looked at it is that that part of Sudan broke because of the high concentration of the Arabs there. But from this, it seems like um, it seems like you know it ain't the. Uh, it don't seem like the Arabs who was or the people who lived in the northern part of Sudan seem like they beefing with the Arabs in, in Ethiopia. I mean, not Ethiopia in Egypt also. So I don't know what's going on. What kind of what kind of rebellion they got going on there? I wonder. You know, now we got to really look because we know and understand that the uh, United Kingdom was those who helped broker the breaking of Sudan. They are helping back South Sudan right now, giving them money. So, you know, it's just a, a interesting little situation going up, going on up there in Sudan. We keep our eye on our home, on our home territory, see what they down there doing, and, and try to figure out who blowing up what. So when it's retribution time, everybody get their lashes appropriately. Also, what else that happened out there uh, dealing with that Paris bombing, you know, since that was so hot in the news, where France went in and really started ramping up their motherfucking arms, the Turks, while the the Russians say that they had a jet flying in Syria, the Turks say it was in Turkey. They shot it down and uh, definitely murdered one of the pilots. And so uh, what's going on is Russia ain't liking it. So Russia ain't liking France right now. And they were trying to build a bond up there in Syria, but now there's no way no bond going to be built with, with the Turks sitting right there. And Russia's going to be ready to go to war with the Turks. I don't want to go go to war with their homeland. Because Russia is still up in the, in the mountains all the way up. They don't mind. Now, I, did anybody check out the STEAMS conference? I'll put it in. Hopefully I'll put it in both of the uh, groups. Did y'all get a chance to check it out? Let me check out a portion of it. 
No black power. Everybody out there, no, nobody check that out. I kind of skimmed through it, man, brother boy, but I ain't really. My bad, man. I'm kind of over here fucked up, man. Here. So, Black power is that? Too much going on right now, man. No, I understand, man. I understand. But oh, you said you skimmed through it a little bit, though? Yeah, that's what I did, yeah. man. It's it's certain information, man. It's certain stuff that I'm just... It, I, it's just hard for me to just get into it, man. Because niggas want to take me out of space, man, and just make us the space people who going to win through somehow. I, yo, melanin is a superior... There's uh, uh, a factor that, that we can look at in our own selves that assures us of the fact that we are connected with the universe which makes us superior to any and all those who are not. You know what I mean? But I don't think that, I don't personally think that we're going to, like, grow wings. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to turn into Superman. We might be Superman comparative to other people on the planet. But some of the shit that people want us to believe is just too... It goes too far for me. Go too far. It's just way too deep. Ashe, um, you posted that in the Hangout? Yeah, I posted it in the Hangout. Okay, I ain't checked that out in a minute. Thank you. Yeah, I posted it in the Hangout. Man, I just, I just, you know what I'm saying? When it, I mean, personally, man, you know what I'm saying? My mind, my mind be on revolutionary shit, man. I, I mean, I let the scientists do the science, you know what I'm saying? I, I I know enough to, to, you know what I'm saying, know what I need to know. And that's, you know what I'm saying, they want to go deep into the molecules, and I, I let them do it, bro. But I ain't there, you feel me? I, I just want to hear about <laughs> how we going to get back at these motherfuckers, man. That's all you can talk to me about, man. Black power. Black power. Black power. Black power. <laughs> So that's what I said, man. I, I try to look at it, and I understand where they're coming from and all that, man. But I just, certain information, I just can't. It's just, I'm like, all right, do you do your thing, but that's just not my cup of tea today. That ain't for me. Now, listen, right? You know, y'all know Wesley Muhammad. Everybody yeah, Wesley Muhammad, right? Yeah, it's a white man wrote this book, right? Called white man wrote this book called Make Another White Man. You know what I'm saying? So I got this book a long time ago, long, long time ago. You know what I mean? It's a um, pretty good book. I got it from the NOI. This was years ago, nine years ago. I got this from the NOI, so now the same white man who wrote this book and he writes the book from the from a perspective using science and the mythological story that Elijah Muhammad told about how white people got here on the planet. He used both of them and pretty much say that is is uh, close to being correct, right? 
the NOI used to champion his work and sell his books and shit. But then he came up with a book uh, talking about the will and shit, or some shit like that, the will. And what he did was, though, is he laid out all the information saying, just telling about how phony the NOI is. Laid out mad information, white, a white motherfucker. Lays out a massive amount of information. I'm going to post this in the group, too. Y'all can check it out. But what happened is Wesley Muhammad issues a challenge to the white man. He's, he's mad white man to put this stuff out. He says, man, listen, man, I'll, I'll debate him and clean him up. You know what I'm saying? The white man accepts Wesley Muhammad says, no. No, this is what he said. He says, he didn't say he going to, he said he's going to write a work, a scholarly work to clean up um, anything that the white man said that was wrong, going to clean him up. You know what I'm saying? So the white man asked him, when are you going to put the work out? He said, yeah, man. I said, I was going to put it out. He said, I was going to say what I was going to. He said, I, I was going to put it out. But I didn't say when I was going to put it out. He was like, yo, but you say soon you're going to put it out. Like, they got the post, this nigga, Wesley Muhammad is writing this shit on Facebook. Talking about how the white boy is lying and shit. Now, y'all got, I'm going to get y'all the clip so y'all can check this out. But it's very interesting. And one thing that he did is just really dismantle uh, the nation of Islam. But along with all that Ahmadi, all that other shit that go along with it, he was, they showed that this shit just one and the same and one big ass game by the goddamn white man. He comes up with all this shit and we run right with it. Brother Bourne, can you say that again? I want I want I wanna make sure I heard you right. What what part of this could be able to how the white man, how the white beast got at after how Wesley Muhammad did those whatever he threw out, and the white beast gonna get at him? Yeah, the white beast. Yeah, the white. Listen, the white man. Listen, I got. I'm telling you, I want to play the clip. I want to play the clip. Got that? <laughs> I want to play the clip of the white man. Like, yo, man, really telling them listen. And, and the white man, look, look, Wesley Muhammad said, yo, I don't want to talk to you in private no more. I want to do everything in public. So the white, so then Wesley Muhammad called the white man. The white man said, yo, I asked him, yo, can I take this? Then Wesley Muhammad said, nah, 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 we don't want to take this. He said, what you mean you don't want to take it? I thought we wanted to do everything in public now. He said, man, I can't trust him. He flip-flops too much. He said, I won't trust Wesley Muhammad, man. If y'all was with him, I wouldn't trust him. Yo, the white man put y'all this shit called the will. This shit that he did, listen, I had heard all this shit about India and all this shit about uh, Master Muhammad. This white man got this shit put together. He, he took time to do this. I don't know what he had going on that made him want to do this, but he took his time and put together uh, a, a, a nice little piece where you can't dispute this, man. You can't dispute. Like, it's indisputable evidence and proof that this is some made-up shit from out of India that Elijah Muhammad got from some motherfucking bootleg-ass motherfuckers and made it his own and did whatever he felt like with it. 
turned himself into he turned himself into miserable miserable Ahmed Gumad or whatever from Ahmadiyya. That's all he did. Now this is a book called The Will. Yeah, hold on. Listen, I seen get on board the well. I seen this is this the video, but I, you supposed to have a book out. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull the video right now. I'm gonna pull the video. Oh, shit. Yeah, you you can post that in the um, hangout too, brother boy. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna put it right now. Yo, this this is bugged up. I'll tell you this is. There's some other shit right here. He got it all down to the language. He he, he even he even uh hitting the language. Somehow the language that they use, the um the way that the the books are set up, is is very is very um interesting. Very interesting. White man gets very uh. Did a lot of did a lot of research. Did a lot of research, I'll tell you that. The same thing run the mill information, let me see. Come on, open up. All right, all right, I'm going to throw that in there. When I listen to uh, the white man talking talk greasy, it made me have to look at his video. I was gonna say, I said, "Oh man, white man, you doing it? You gonna, you gonna really put this together?" I want to see somebody dispute this shit. Oh, them is some. Oh, them is nice. I'm telling you, when our sister puts them things out there, them just gonna go down. When Sister McKee put them things out there. Ashay, yeah, she got some dope pieces. Yeah, man. I need like, I need like eight of them right now. I need like all of them. I need, I need like every piece. I need like a wholesale order ASAP. <laughs> man, I told him, man, we got to use them as, as, you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's an easy way to teach, you know what I'm saying? It's an easy teaching tool, man, you know what I'm saying? As soon as they see it, they're going to ask what it is. Yeah. yeah. Now, that's when we be selling the pictures. I sell the pictures like this, man. I sell the photos like just in the same type of photos, time, or like. Already. You know what I'm saying? Same type of things, man, or like, man. Because you got to, you got to. We gotta fill our spaces with our images, with our thoughts. You know what I mean? That that right there, it breathes something in you, even if you ain't saying nothing. If they just see it all the time, you can't miss. You know what I mean? When you see something, 
all the time. They get embedded in your, in your psyche. So you should be able to use it. Now, that's either to you, it's either for the good or the bad. Oh, man, what the hell? That ain't, just, that ain't what I wanted to. I was about to ask you, King. <laughs> man, I appreciate that, too, now. <laughs> that wasn't what I was looking to put in there. Excuse me. Oh, man. What video was that? I, it was something I just... I forgot what I was looking at. I was, let me see. All right, here, here it is. Get on board the wheel. Let me get this again. All right, and, yeah, and for the people out there who ain't, who ain't in the group, if y'all want to find this, it's called Get On Board the Wheel, uh, Part 1, Master Far, Muhammad in India. And and if you just put good on board the wheel, you just put get on board the wheel. Trust me, you'll you'll find it. It'll be there. And the and the white boy name is um Paul Gutt. All right. All right, family. Y'all can go in there. About that Master Far, Muhammad in India. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was very, I'm telling you, it was the. Man, what was it talking about? Huh? What was they talking about? Oh, no. It's basically, it's basically, uh, 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 expose on the origins of the nation of Islam, so you can see exactly what what the theology actually is. If you've never been in there, or if you have, or if you are in there and not really understanding of what you're dealing with, it's an expose on that right there. A lot of people are falling, falling back victims. This is, you know what I mean, we, we being fooled again by the same, by the same tricks, the same tricksters, and the same tricks. Falling, we falling for them again. We going back. We let mulattoes steer us back into religion. Are they talking about the original, um, the way um, Elijah was teaching it, bro? This white dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he oh, got it from Master Far. He got it from Far Muhammad. Okay. So based on what you heard from this white dude and you already being in the nation, can you can you make some correlations between what this motherfucker is saying? Yeah, no, nah, that's the only reason I'm giving it to y'all. Because the motherfucker. Oh no doubt. He's on point. He's not. He's on point. He's on point. Bro, <laughs> like. He's on point, and when he did the 9,000 miles, that's what killed it. That's what killed it, the 9,000 miles. They got a lesson in there to say that we travel 9,000 miles, even though it's 6,000 miles from the east, uh, east coast of the United States to the 
West Coast of Africa. Mm-hmm. But it's saying, they got the lesson to say that we went on a boat ride for 9,000 miles. Well, if you took the 9,000 miles from East Coast of America to Africa, where would that put you at in Africa? You know? You would be all the way in Africa. Yeah, to the, in the interior. On the land. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if you do 9,000 miles, you can go through. Now, remember, this this is written right the Suez Canal was already built. If you go 9,000 miles, you can go right on. You can go up. And through the uh, what's that, the Mediterranean, and and, and go up to India is nine thousand miles. Exactly, that's what I wanted to say. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the shit with no he, doubt. he did that. That's what. That's the bit. I was like, oh man, I said, yo, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I said, oh, this might be all this stuff now. I said, this might be it might be all this stuff now. I said, this is very interesting right here. Very interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I can't wait to watch this. This is fire. <laughs> it was. Oh, they're going to break this shit down. Where it's no Nation Islam member. Once you see this, it's gonna, you're going to be able to have points that's going to jab them so deep that you got to get that shit up, man. Come on, man. Give it up, man. Give it up, man. You're not, you've got to be able to see the, the flaw in this right now after you get this information, and I'll be able to point you to this shit. The point, the cracker guy. There's a link out on the first part of that where it says, you know, Paul Gunthrie, Wesley Muhammad debate update and summary. Yo, he got a picture of a newspaper called Debate News with the caption, Wesley, we can't. <laughs> Damn. Hold up, I'll look at that video. Now look at that, because I've seen one that was 27 minutes. I'll look at that video. That must be a shorter one. I got I to gotta look. I, I don't think I've seen that. Let me see. I don't think I've seen that video. My boy probably got Fred Kyle shaking over there, man. <laughs> I'll give a damn about shit. Now that's something that's something to laugh at. You know, we need a little you know, need a little chuckle every now and then. You know what I mean? I did, I did. But it's also I'm gonna watch it. It's also something good because we are dealing with our people who are sick and they're dealing in these things. That's and, and those are the reasons why we should be well informed about about what our people are dealing with so we can you know, you can give them the proper um, diagnosis. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't know what the fuck they sick with. You won't be able to diagnose that shit. Then you ain't gonna be able to get them no medicine to heal themselves. Okay. Mister Camille, how long was that video?
she posted it, yeah, bust me with kids. Is this it? Yeah. Wesley Muhammad. Oh, Mars didn't show up like that. All right. Look, 
Oh, man, come on, man. You too. Come on, let's go. I was like, God damn. I said, I can't believe this shit. This is, I never fuck with son no more after that. Never, ever, ever. Ever. My mother and the wouldn't let me mess with him. Like, y'all. Y'all look at this. That's what she was saying. Like, see? See what happened? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I tell her, what happened. I tell her exactly what happened. What go on? She like, see? Like, uh, hey, you remember, you remember when you was young and shit, you would do some shit, then you'd be watching TV, and um, it'd be telling you like when you when you like when the police come, like never run from the police and shit. <laughs> you remember back in there, they'd be like you never run from the police. Anytime you see the police, you always you never run and shit. Uh, like we was coming up, hey, so I was with my little nigga and shit. We was stealing go karts and shit at the uh, little golf course around the way. So then, uh, it was just, well, we was joyriding and shit on the, on, on the golf course. So then the boys was like, damn, he's like, they're going to police. I'm getting ready. Well, he's like, nah, don't run, man. Like, yo, never run from the police. <laughs> like, I'm like, fuck it, yeah. So we was like 9 and 10 and shit. I think I was about maybe yeah, 10 or 11, somewhere around there. So I sit with this nigga. I stand there. So we could have broke. We wouldn't even got caught. We would have broke. This nigga, like, he from out of town, and she had just moved around into my neighborhood and shit. So I listen to this nigga. I'm like, fuck. So we get caught up. I go home, get my ass whooped and shit. My dad, like, what the fuck? Why how you get caught? Why'd you just run? I'm like, oh, Marcus was like, don't run and shit. <laughs> He's like, man, you fucking with that clown ass nigga. He's like, now you got your ass whooped. <laughs> yeah. You see how much bullshit they used to put in our head when he's coming up? Like, all oh, the police is your friend, never run from the police, this, that. Nah, I can I, remember that shit like clockwork. Man, they they, 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 was, they was telling us that, but wow, that we... <laughs> you do the deal. Please, nigga, get low, run. Everybody ran, son. Recent, like, no you know, like, don't, like, don't say, like, where, where I lived at, like, you know, you live on a city block, everybody run, the police come, everybody run, especially when I was younger, like, 11, 10, 11, 12, everybody ran, because you don't know who got bundles out there, so everybody runs when the police come, so they don't know who to chase. No doubt. No. People scattered the shit. They run it just to run. You know what I'm saying? When we were younger, we ran just to run, just to run for the police, just to run. Until we got old enough where we had to be running because what we was doing caused you not to want to get caught by the cops. But before that point in time, we was like the decoy. We just ran just to be running, just to get that sport off. No doubt. Wow, shit. I don't know what that was building us up for. You know what I'm saying? But... I don't, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I now thinking back, that was something else. Maybe some, huh. Yeah, I don't know. I'm bad now. Well, back at them times, like, the communities was a little tight. Like, you actually had a fucking community, like a neighborhood. Like, all the motherfuckers in, my, in our neighborhood, like, we had block parties a couple times a year, shit. So... It was a little bit more of a mom and pop type of operation. 
so that way you got camaraderie. Sometimes even the police officers, you would know them, you know what I'm saying, on a first-hand basis as far as just interacting with the community or what like it is now. But you don't have no relationship. You got motherfucker foreign occupation pretty much. Yeah, shit. Oh, yeah. We ain't had no officer friendly. Let me see. Who the fuck was officer friendly? No. We had a couple, though. We had a couple. They wasn't really officer friendly. They was just officers don't do nothing. Yeah. They like, fuck that. We ain't doing nothing. We just out here to get our hours in and go home. We don't care what we see y'all doing. As long as you don't shoot nobody in front of us, we straight. Just, just when we come down the street, y'all just act like y'all going to move, act like y'all walking. Don't just stand there. That's all. Just give us that respect. Let us come through, and y'all can get back to doing whatever y'all want to. No That's doubt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that was the only ones who was like, that was the only people who you thought was cool. Because they just wasn't about doing no fucking work. Period. Like, Niggas just trying to get a paycheck and shit. Yeah, they just trying to get checked. Like, fuck that. <laughs> they, only come when, they only come when somebody else call them in for backup. Then they got to come. Besides that, they ride that. See y'all out there, man. They turn their head the other way. They start looking the other way. I don't see them. But that was a different era. It was a different era. Feel me? The was different. The people mentality was different. You know what I mean? Like, these, it was a different type of youth. Thinking back to it, it was a different type of youth. Like, the youth then would pop off at the police with no problem. They had heat out there and was ready to pop off. Now, these little skinny jeans wearing dope, because all they even got heat standing outside. And if they do got heat, they're only ready to pop each other. Back then, yeah. the police knew that if they came, if they came up out, of, they came out of pocket, man. That look, man, it's you out here. It's fifteen people out here, man. But believe it's fifteen guns. Now everybody might not have one, but several people out here got two on. Or hmm. because it was just used to be a different, it was a different era. Nowadays it ain't like that. Nowadays you can you can walk down the street. Like I said, like, like nowadays, you can still, you can go outside. You can go outside, but you just can't go and be caught in the wrong area. Back then, you just couldn't go outside, period. Fuck the area. Just don't go outside. If you ain't about what's going on outside, you come from school, go to fucking the house. Play your video game. Come back out tomorrow. Go to school. Come back home. Go in the house. If not, it might be read them and read. I had a little story on, on some, uh, some international shit. Dropping in here. Says what about Asian stocks stumble on geopolitical tension, uh, oil retreats. Says uh, Asian stocks were on edge on Wednesday, with most markets stumbling as geopolitical tension flared after Turkey downed a Russian fighter jet, while crude oil prices eased from two-week highs. Australian shares dipped uh, 
0.5%. South Korea's Kospi, uh point KS11 lost uh, 0.2%. Hong Kong's Hang Sen dropped 0.5%. Japan's Nakiai uh, shed uh, 0.5%, adding to investor adding to investor nervousness that followed the attacks on Paris earlier this month. Turkey shut down a shot down a Russian aircraft near Syrian border on Tuesday, saying the jet had violated its airspace. It was one of the most serious public acknowledged clashes between NATO member a NATO member country and Russia for half a century. The individual impact on the market from those events, like the Paris attacks and heightened security in Brussels, may be small, but there's also uncertainty that's worrying investors, said Masaru Hamasaki, head of market and investment information department at Amundi, Japan. The stock market does not like uncertainty, Hamasaki said. Still, some of the markets in the region managed to hold their own, even as the tenth backdrop kept buyers at bay. Shanghai shares edged up 0.1%. The SSEC and Malaysian stocks also posted modest gains. So it's funny how some of that, uh, some of that, uh, that infighting is fucking what's causing the markets to move too. Mm-hmm. That made me think of some of the stories that they're running, maybe just to cause, you know what I'm saying, fluctuation in the market numbers and shit. The gas been getting kind of low. I don't know what it is out there, but it's been it's at one of its lowest points right now over here in Columbus. Should have like 169, between 169 and 175 gallon. Damn. What the fuck? Well, that's the name. <laughs> that's it ain't over there. But goddamn, son, that shit back in 88 prices, nigga. Yeah, that shit low as fuck. That's why I was like, something must just must got something. Something is tied into this shit. This shit like 169 around this motherfucker. I'm like, what? Damn, son, I'll tell you, 169, son. I remember this. <laughs> when prices like that, that's, the, that's back to $5. All right, you can get a ride. You got $5, you can get a ride. You feel me? You feel me? I'm filling up my bourbon. I got this big-ass old bourbon. It's 99 and shit. It was taking like a buck 10 to fill this bitch up. Now like $50 got a nigga right. <laughs> Straight up, fifty dollars have a nigga right. So I'm like, all right, I'll work with that shit for a minute. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker hold about what, like twenty something gallons, almost like almost thirty gallons. Yeah, sir. With the prices out that motherfucker. I'm saying we still at two sixties and shit like that. Oh yeah. You know, New York always gonna bust a nigga fucking head. Oh, you out in Connecticut, East Coast gonna bust heads. I got the points right there, too, though, just to bring that shit right in. Good. Mr. Camille, what they doing up there in New York?
on. Come on, Texas. I see y'all out there. Somebody from Texas tell me what y'all gas prices are. What they doing on the West Coast, bro, Little? Bro, Little has jumped off. They doing they oh, Okay. Bro, Little, bro, Little and them doing, they doing about what we doing. They probably doing worse than us. California doing bad. California don't get no good gas prices. They shit was higher than ours. California has $5 a no. gallon gas out there in places, man. Huh. Yeah, man, they, yo, son, they be killing them out there, man. Cali, they be killing them. They be trying to, they don't want niggas moving. Anytime your gas go up like that, they feel like they don't want niggas be moving like that. They trying to modify, uh, uh, you know, they slowing down niggas moving and shit. Cause when it's $5 a gallon, niggas ain't moving like that unless you got to do some shit. Mm-hmm. Feel me? Good. So they, it's, they got ways of fucking around, slowing down movement and shit. Huh. North Carolina, what's our gas prices? I see you out there. Kentucky, what's your gas prices? Man, let me have to Google this shit. I said about one ninety nine. One ninety. Yeah, again. About one ninety nine, one eighty nine. Where is that at? That Kentucky. Or uh, yeah, North Carolina? Kentucky. In KY? Yeah, that's Rob in Kentucky. Black Power, bro. Black Power. All right, so, yeah, see, 199 right there. Look, man, I'm telling you, man, the gas prices dropped like that. I seen one gas station was 169 though. Yeah, they fluctuating over here in the Midwest. They smacking niggas on the east, though. The east and the west, they're going to always smack for, for some reason. Yeah, man, it's over here, man. This is, you know what I mean? But it's looking good comparative to what it was, though. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, like, Cass is like, yo, man, shit. Cass ready to go to the city now. Cass like, yo, come on, man. Let's go to the city now, son. Shit ain't going to go that much. <laughs> Earth, man. This right up here. How far is this from NY, from Connecticut to NY? I can be. I could you get what? I could be in New York driving 55 miles an hour, 45 minutes. 45 oh, straight minutes. up? Yeah, I'll be in New York. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. An hour, no I doubt. could be in Harlem. An hour, we in Harlem. I'll just catch the train. I'll be on the train. I get on the train. It costs $22, $23 round trip. Oh, straight up? Yeah, I get on the train, go to Harlem. You know what I'm saying? That's a quick trip. I'll be out there on the, on the regular. Just, just, you know what I'm saying? But now to drive, though, it'd be easier. $50. I don't mind. I'll throw $50 in the tank. Because driving better because you get to really do what you want to do. When you, you know what I'm saying? When you're on the train, you got to get off, man. You're going to have to maneuver to get where you want to get to. But I could be in the Bronx. In the Bronx, easy. Bronx, because Bronx and Harlem right there close together. But I'll be in the Bronx definitely in an hour from Connecticut. You said in one hour? Yeah, in an hour, man. In an hour, I'll be seeing all that Mount Vernon, all of that, all of that shit. Be, be right, be right there. Right there, pulling right in. Yeah. So it ain't no more ride. It ain't no more ride. I'm gonna tell you the weird thing, man. Is I know people who've never been to New York and live right here in Connecticut, never been to New York before. 
Bumped wow. me out. Well, I'm like, how have you never been to New York? You, it's not even, it's nowhere. It's down the street. You never left Connecticut. Ghettos of the mind, bro. Yeah, man. They be having them on the block, man. Have your mind blocked in. That's one good thing that I'm glad that my father was in the army. One good thing about my father being in the army is that we moved around a lot. So it gave me that. Got exposure. Yeah, the exposure and that ability to move to different places and have no problem, be comfortable in different places. You know what I mean? No doubt. No doubt. Because the whole world is a ghetto. <laughs> Already. Uh, you have these fucking rollers when you told me that you went like you, the motherfucking mayor, mayoral candidates was doing a walk through the hood and shit. Said you put the uh, the, uh, the iron grip on them and shit. <laughs> the iron claw on his ass. Man. Yeah, he put the claw over his car. Said this nigga crazy. He's here. <laughs> Said you had them shit coming through there. They they see me now. They don't be, they know exactly who I am. They don't be messing around. They be trying to skirt, and go the other way. How'd that little race turn out and shit? Did old girl get in hard? Yeah, Did she, she got, do any fucking thing? Yeah, man, she got in the the motherfucking. You know they they let in the mulatta. They let that mulatta slide in. I try to tell the black people, don't put this mulatta in there. Put the white man in. Why? Because the white man going to owe you something. Remember, this is a small yeah. city. This is a small city. He's going to owe you because the only way you can get in is through the black people. The only way you can get in in this city is if over here in my neighborhood is if we vote for you. If the New Hallville area votes for you, you in. Don't worry about it. You're going to get enough votes on the outskirts. But we the dominant. What? And I tried to tell him, I said, vote for this white man because the white man going to make sure we get because he's going to owe us. Something, huh? Yeah, he's going to give you something. This bitch, he get her in. She, she knows, she thinks she know niggas, so she's going to be like, they ain't going to do shit no way if you don't give them nothing, so they ain't worry about it. And plus, I don't owe them nothing. I ain't got to yeah. nothing. I ain't got to promise them nothing. I don't owe them nothing. I'm getting in on the fact that I'm black. I'm pumping the yeah. fact that I'm a woman and I believe in Jesus. She invoked Jesus at a fucking debate, son. Fuck out of here. He said, what about, she said, what at the debate? She invoked the name of Jesus during the debate. At the debate. Yeah. yeah, son. I said, get the fuck out of here. No, she didn't. So, so, so what's your boy say after that? Uh, was the little African d- the dude who was running? He had the African last name, Shaka or whatever. Zulu, Brother Zulu. Oh, man, they bought Brother Zulu off, man. They bought him off. Why, you go oh, he was out. <laughs> 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 the whole time he was gassing motherfuckers, they already had put some gas in his pocket and shit. They bought him off, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that nigga sold y'all a bad one. He was selling y'all a bad one the whole time. Right, man, they, they promised him a good <laughs> <laughs> job. I'll tell you, listen, this. He kept saying jobs. We need jobs. People can go back and really listen to those and listen to that, right? (laughs) Listen to the brother come in and see how you have a lot saying woo, woo, woo. But you can be bought out, man. These cats got a price, man. Because, listen, he's going to be later on. Later on, he came on back on the show, right? Uh And talked Uh about, because 
him on the show after he got in the office, and he said he had a gag order. I said, what? He said, yeah, I can't talk to no person. I said, what, what, what you mean? I said, yo, that's part of, my, part of the job is I can't talk to the press. So old Hart put him on her staff and shit? Put him on the staff and gave that nigga a gag <laughs> Because y'all heard, you was like, nigga, the way you, he said, I hear you over there, man. You need to be a campaign manager and shit. That nigga uh, was like, go hard or go dark. It was covered up with slogans and shit on the show. He uh, like, nigga, he, he's like, she's the only one. She's the one that's going to get the job done. She's got the connections in Capitol Hill. He said, I had to drop out because I didn't want to split the black vote. Uh, he, the nigga dropped out because the nigga got bought out. Yeah, he got bored out, man. He got bored out. Oh, man, that's crazy. Yeah, they gave him a job in a gag order, man. <laughs> Gagged him up, then fired him. Then fired him. Found out he had a uh, warrant in New York for some bullshit for about twenty years ago and fired him. Even though they had to know that shit was there already. Hired him for a job. Oh, shit. They hired him for the job. This is what they did. Just the slick shit. Got him to drop the risk. Promise to do it. Drop out. Don't say nothing else to the press or nothing. I'm going to put you yeah. in on this job. I got a job waiting for you. I'm going to put you over, put them over the, um, the re-entry program. <laughs> jobs for the motherfucking prisoners who are coming back. So uh... like, Ooh, I'm going to rock that shit. So he made his own program. So I'm talking about, yo, he did the <laughs> He did the right fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rocked off about a month. Rocked off about a month. Listen, the, the, the election was over. He got in. Rocked off about a month. Nigga was fired. Get out of here. You got to work. They have you over there. You can't travel in the state. Uh, you get about. So did he get locked down or did he have to go to court on that shit? Oh, no. He just got to go. He got to. It's like some. Oh, shit. It's some bullshit. We're like, it's like some tickets. So they just dumped him. Any reason to dump his ass? They got him and shit. Yeah, man. They just got him in there. They knew. They knew. They knew he had that shit already. They just wanted him to be quiet because he he could cause trouble for her. Him being in a race split the black vote. And then he could, you know what I'm saying? I told him, I said, man, you should team up with the white boy. I told him, team up with the white boy. Fuck that. Because I'm looking at this shit politically. The only way we're going to get something, the only way the city was going to be able to really get something, all the black people in the community have been able to get us a community center and really get it paid for, is if we pulled the fucking white boy in because he was the oldest. Now, fucked up plan. They fucked us over with this plan. Gave up some money. You know, people spent it all on administrative calls. Huh. So I knew something was wrong because the old man kept saying, She's the one. And I'm like, nigga, like, the only way you really can say some shit like that is if you endorse the candidate and you funding and, and lobby the motherfucker. But he kept saying, I'm telling you, the only one that's for us is, is Hart. We got to go with Hart. Like, he kept saying it over and over. And I'm like, bro, that ain't how politics work. Like, you got to fucking back a motherfucker. You got to put back him financially, man. Then you can call a tune. But you can't just use your vote as the underlying uh, factor for them doing what you want them to do because like you said once you get in nigga I don't, it don't matter what the fuck now because I ain't got no really no no I ain't got no ties to you 
other than the vote, and I got your vote, so I don't really need you for shit now. Oh, I don't need you. And that's why I said uh-huh. we should have brought with the white boy, because the white boy know he don't just got our vote. No doubt. He know that, listen, man, that these motherfuckers going to turn on me next, they're going to turn on me next election. And your job is to get reelected. So no question. You got to do something. And they have somebody in who ain't have to do nothing. She faked in front of it, got her son a million dollar tax right off. The first week she was in office, son, a million dollars in taxes disappeared from from the books. Disappeared. A million dollars in taxes. Gone. Her son's business was the biggest abscounder of taxes in the state. Say that again. The, the mayor's son has a business which is real estate, as a real estate business, uh-huh. owns a lot of properties here. But they are the largest abscounders of taxes. They have not paid taxes forever, owed over a million dollars in taxes. That was, And it was really passed down from her husband to her son. And he had owed these taxes. Listen, man, these always been owing taxes for like 15 years, man, 20 years, man, not paying taxes, man, straight up. It's like, they pay a little here, don't pay none over there. And because it's... So what she did once she, she got in, was she cleared their tax debt or something or helped kind of diminish the man? Yeah, man. <laughs> first weekend, man, it was in the paper. It was this first weekend, man, taxes gone. They can, can't find him on the tax name no more. He don't owe no taxes. A million dollars worth of taxes out of there. If he had the money to do that, why didn't he do that already? Let's show you politics. Yeah, if y'all go listen to the family online, y'all go go in the archives. It's just an earlier show. You'll see. You'll hear the brother come in. Put 
money, make sure all the contracts, make sure all the city contracts. Listen, man, people in the city getting these contracts. We getting this money. City mayor, he making sure, look, we getting these contracts. Contracts going on. Listen, nah, man, set him up with the crack pipe and the goddamn prostitute. Come on. Hey, <laughs> right. Yeah. Damn. He did. He, he was doing for the. He was making sure that money stayed with inside of the city. He he created. He did. He helped create a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? He helped generate a lot of money there and and make it like um. Cyclical money. You know what I'm saying? It recycled itself. People was black people was just buying from black people and black people was owning stuff and they was just. You know what I'm saying? Cycling the money between themselves. So it helped a lot of black people come up because they were cycling the money between themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it was shut him down time. Even though he had both things going. Now, he had the money recycling, but he did definitely, it was wide open in D.C. while Barry was there. It was wide open. Well, you... Anytime you got a black man in office doing some shit, when the whites bring him out and, and, and posterize him, especially posterize his demise, then you know that he, he probably was doing something for his people. Because if a motherfucker going with the program, with the status quo, like, you're not, you know, he's not going to get fucked with. Like, here in Columbus, Mayor Coleman been up in that motherfucker. That nigga did, like, almost three times, B. And it, he pretty much designated the city to, 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 to corporate, you know what I'm saying, agenda. This nigga put some side his his biggest accomplishment in the hood is sidewalks. This nigga said he laid over three thousand miles of sidewalks for some dumb shit. I'm like, man You know what I'm saying? And I mean a lot of the property like they did the gentrification went down. Now you got a bunch of fags come up and bought the bought the property up in the in, you know, in the hood, getting the houses from the banks for the low. Some old, nice build, big ass mansions and shit. Big, big old builds and shit. Bunch of fags coming in. They got the business infrastructure in there, and they they pretty much moving into the community. Now we're you know what I'm saying police just be on call out in that motherfucker. But before you know there was there was no reason for them to have any vested interest in it. Now that the whites came in, the Caucasoid and, and most of them, like I said, is homos and shit. So now like you know. And then basically, you know, I said, took the property value back up, put a bunch of white-owned businesses in there. And there's still remnants of, you know what I'm saying, hood elements still out there because a lot of them people just didn't have nowhere to go. So they still be out there breaking in cars and doing, you know, just surviving and shit. But yeah, that shit wild, man. Hey, Mayor Coleman ain't done nothing, man. Nah, uh, you you saying that about, listen, we had a mayor for almost 30 years. Same mayor. Mm-hmm. I'm saying for almost 20. All right. All right. Let me think. At least 25 years. At least 25 years we had the same mayor. So this should here been run like the mob. You know what I'm saying? Here's, Here's the funny part, bro. We had a black mayor, black police chief, black fire chief, and a black superintendent of schools. And that was the time where uh, most money came up missing. 
And that was about the time uh, they was implementing all of these programs for the schools and then consolidating schools, like shutting them down and shit. But we had a black police chief, black fire chief, black mayor, and black superintendent of schools. And them niggas did more damage, you know what I'm saying? Than if it would have, you know, I ain't going to say if it would have been some, some, some crackers in there, but they ain't do shit. I mean, city could have been all... They could, uh, be more, they could be more overt with what they doing. They doing, no doubt. They're because they black. You're looking at them with you trying to make concessions for, like, why are they doing this? You know what I mean? And, and, and you don't think, well, look, they got to have our best they got to be really thinking for our best. You know what I'm saying? It can't be that they really want something wrong to go for us. No doubt. You see they got your boy back in the news, Johnny Hot Dog Manziel. Nigga can't keep that blow out his nose. Let me see what they say. They said he failed a drug test. I know you don't do too much on the sports tip. I just like to see these crackers coming up short. Nobody playing. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, we'll start. Yeah. Everybody to check that steam. Once y'all check that steam thing out, uh, send it out there. I know it's kind of long. I know y'all might want to skip through, skip around. But get a chance, check it out if y'all if y'all can. Black power. Black power. Oh, what's going on, brother brother Cole? What's going on? Yeah, man. You know, I actually took I took some I watched some of the that shit's a long ass that's a long ass uh lecture, but um I started to check out some of it. You know, it's pretty. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> I'm say it like I'm gonna say it like that. You know, I don't know, man. Some stuff. Um, I understand this. I'm gonna say I'm, this is my position. I understand there's a um, there's a, a strong motivation to, you know, rally our people around something that we can all fucking agree on and shit, but um. I think the way that that's the way that that's gonna happen, man. I don't think it's I don't think it's um constructive to to involve too much bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Bullshit in the context of uh, you know, I mean, damn, you can't you can't market you can't market you can't market liberation, y'all. You can't market it. You can't package it. You feel what I'm saying? Not something that's gonna be packaged. It's it's gonna you know what I mean? It takes it takes a lot more sincerity, I think, than uh a marketing strategy and shit. You know? And so um you know, I, I try to skim through it to figure out, you know, where I wanted to to pause, you know, stop and continue on. So I just said, fuck it, started from the beginning. But from how it started out, I was like, Oh man, god damn, I don't hear this shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't hear shit about no goddamn cells. I don't give a fuck about no goddamn cells. 
You know, and it's not to say that I wasn't or I'm not privy to information relevant to the human anatomy and how certain things affect us and stuff like that, but, I mean, I know I'm late on the show tonight, but you look at what's going on around this country. I'm sorry, man. This shit, um, economics and all that shit is about, you know, a lot of this shit is just, it's not the most pertinent um, issue we're facing, like, I think certain certain events and stuff like that. Some of these some of these events are going on. They should have happened like ten ten years ago, um, due to how severe things have gotten. And I'm not saying that things ain't been been bad, but goddamn, like you watch that video tonight. You know, with the young boy in um, Chicago. That almost the you know what watching that video and it, watching that video. I thought about how how people are counting two thousand something um, black males of you know African Americans or whatever killed in Chicago this year, and um, watching that video, I can't blame black people fully for that because there's no there's no proof that we killed two thousand some odd of our own people. No question. You know what I'm saying? So. I think we got I think we got a lot of um important dialogues we need to be having, but a lot of people ain't ready to have that conversation, man. I think um I think this uh the whole circuit and all that shit, this shit gotta niggas need to put their damn their damn um you know, set their priorities right. I think niggas is missing something we're missing something. We're missing the fact that the war is right now. <laughs> You know, running events and shit like that, it's, you know, it is important to, to reach and connect to people, but, you know what I'm saying, I think there's a, um, we're missing the need for security, we're, we're missing the, the right conversations, I think people are doing a little bit too much out in public, um, to not be out in public doing, doing some, some radical shit, you know what I'm saying, like, the marching gotta stop, it needs to be a fucking, uh, um, uh, uh, um, an announcement, you know, we're not marching. It ain't because of fear, but we need to motherfucking um, kind of bring it all in right now. Yeah, time for organizing. Yeah, you know, and organizing not even in the sense of um, what a lot of the organizing is done. Most people have been organizing around, you know, um, replicating church and the mosque, to be honest with you, and replicating trying to replicate the Black Panther Party or trying to replicate motherfucking a non-profit, trying to replicate a business that the crack, you know what I'm saying? All this replication needs to stop. We need to focus on really what is going on right now. They just synthesizing it and coming out, like, you know what I'm saying, based off of the emotional response and shit. That ain't organizing. They just want some fuckery for real. Yeah, you know, it's almost mm-hmm. like people try to buy time. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> Yo, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you got that fight at school, and if that happened at the end of the day, you just trying to fucking, you know, you picking up you picking up an after-school program. You're trying to just avoid the fact that, then you're not going to have to fight. <laughs> this shit, no it doesn't matter how many electives you take in between that battle, when it, when it, at the end of the day, you're going to have to go through that fight. 
And I don't think we really we really seeing that reality. I think we still doing this whole surprise about shit stuff and we we dealing with the emotions a lot. You know what I'm saying? The feeling part. But this shit is not gonna be um you talking about the holiday season and shit, niggas is this is a it's like the perfect time for the shit to be going out the way it's going down. You know what I'm saying from what you're saying is somebody else is, is, is controlling this motherfucking flow of of of, of motherfuckers. Uh, somebody else kind of already in the front, man. Like the system's controlling this shit from remote control and shit. And yeah, and, and that's, to... yo, that's what I'm observing. Yo. And that's, actually, that's, that's exactly how I feel. I feel. I feel like this shit is the counter. The counter. What we going against is it's it's all some old, you know. It's one thing to be like, damn, man, conspiracy and shit, but you got another part of it where you got to actually look at patterns and shit. You're like, damn, this same shit just keep happening. So, mm-hmm. You know, and it's getting on a grander scale. It's, it's shit happening in different places at the same fucking time on the same day. You know, this shit. <laughs> and, and niggas, niggas don't want to tell you what it is. It, I anger and frustration. I do see a lot of people who just, they can only vent and voice, you know, but Come on, man, that's, that's still not organizing. We do have to figure out the right space to have the right conversations, but that shouldn't even happen, like, sooner than later. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you on deck. When you when they talking about Black Lives Matters getting shot, down, getting shot at the protest, like, it's like, to me, I'm seeing, like, new. this is the new COINTELPRO. This is the upgrade COINTELPRO and shit. This is the mm-hmm. updated version. That's what I'm seeing with these little Black Lives Matter and these little groups coming out of nowhere at every little... Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. You got got these, you know, your Black is Back coalition, all that shit. You know, that stuff is... That's a given, but when in regards to... All right, so there's two sides to it. We can say say 50% of shit is a hoax, right? But then Mm -hmm. there's there's parts of this shit where you like, well, then if... If you call, if you if we call ninety percent a hoax, right? That ten percent of what you know is actually going on is still enough to be like, fuck this shit. You feel what I'm saying? No doubt. It really is. It's it's ninety percent a hoax. I'd say I'd say it's about fifty percent hoax. Fifty percent take opportunity to create some shit behind something that really happened. That really happened exactly. And so it's about capitalizing off of the shit, right? Off of it, something that really happened. They capitalize off of what's going on. How how can we spend this? You know what I mean? That's all. That's all it is. It's about how can we spend it. Yeah, but you know what the spending is there, right? The thing is, like, we've always we as a culture, as a people here, we've always dealt with that that spin, right? Now the spending is like it seems like the spending is is taking a um is taking a focus on directing us right into being. Set the fuck up. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? No doubt. And that, that, that's just what I, that's just what I, I feel. That's that's me personally. You know, I think that you know the news. The news is definitely capitalizing off of black suffering. It's been doing that shit. It's been doing that shit since the cracker had his newspapers and shit back in the day, right? But then when you're looking at it now and you've seen it, you've seen it for yourself, you're able to say, well, this shit don't seem like it's true. That part, no, you can't lie about that shit. You know, that shit actually, you know what I mean? When you got, when you get on it with that, there's a part of it where you got to place yourself in a situation. You got to place yourself 
for me, I put myself in a position as, a, as an African here, and I'm like, damn. So the tension, the tension is escalating regardless if it's based on something really happening or not. You feel what I'm saying? There's no, there's that mm-hmm. part. Yeah, like even even if it's just, even if you got even if you got staged events going on, crackers is crackers want to kill niggas, right? And it's obvious. So we we can't even agree on that as a people right now. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And the move, and, and that's that's only going to be to our detriment. So despite despite the news cycle spinning shit and, and niggas, you know, ha, you know, we spending our heads to go around and we're not making no sense of it, it's gonna continue to be to our detriment. And we all find that there's gonna be people, more people not affiliated, just actually most people have been shot have been affiliated with, with shit. You get what I'm saying? So for the Black Lives Matter, I think that is a news that is definitely something that the news is um Focus on, but when you think about it, when you look at the news for the last, for me, the last four or five hours, that shit ain't a major news story. You feel what I'm saying? No, no. Some of the biggest mm-hmm. the news stories, you know what the big news stories are? And with the crackers doing themselves. Yeah, serious shit. That serious shit. That, exactly. turkey bomb, that, that turkey shooting down that Russian plane, the world plane, you know, the type of shit that are happening on mm-hmm. what, we, what we consider a world stage. And was taking precedent over what, what you know what we can observe right now as, as a, even more of an escalation, even more intentional. You know, again, I don't know, I don't know the facts of it and shit like that, but to hear that people are saying police intentionally um, participated in the shit that happened in Minnesota, you're like, damn. Well, it's not that we don't know, but it's another thing when they're getting caught planning and orchestrating and participating actively in. Um, Attempting to murder black people, you know what I'm saying? It's not it's not as simple as saying I was just one cop. So there's there's, a, there's another there's another part of it for me where I'm saying well, nationally there's been a collective agreement for white folks to murder black people, whether they're in law enforcement or not. Somebody had had this honest conversation. You feel what I'm saying? We can't keep playing this damn, um, you know, white folks don't like us this much, or if we do this, we might be able to get. You got to face the reality. At the end of the school day, there's gonna be a fight. Yeah. <laughs> that motherfucker, that motherfucker waiting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody in the school know. They try to act like they don't know. But <laughs> so everybody knows what it means about the end, cause then where it's gonna, where it's gonna go down. And I think that's the one thing that black folks don't know or have a clue about is, you know, really what's next. What we gonna do about this shit? Respectively, in our own homes and shit, it's one thing, you know. But on a on a on a global on a not a global scale, but on a national scale, African Americans in this Africans in this country right now are dealing with some shit that a lot of black people um, are directly dealing with. Twenty four hours, twenty four hours, twenty four hours. It just it's just not the same experience. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm saying that to say mm-hmm. this. I drove, I'm saying that to say this. I drove. I drove my wife last week. Yeah, we went, we went out two weeks ago. So we, you know, we took a right turn off of a road. You got a goddamn. You got a goddamn Confederate flag bigger than the house. The cracker got the flag bigger than his house. <laughs> or, you know what I'm saying? We we mm-hmm. we don't know where we at. <laughs> what we dealing with? And it seems like that when I see conferences and events and shit going on. And nobody's dealing with the 
with the with the, the reality of it. If you have warfare, you gotta have less public appearances, man. And you need to. <laughs> you need to be more private. We need to get a little more covert um with any guys to that, man. I think um maybe you gotta find that just before you could think about motherfucking um putting money aside for future generations, you're gonna have to protect those generations first. Just to allow for them to come into this this existence. So we're not dealing with that. We're not. We're dealing with this shit. We're dealing with this shit at, oh, this shit's always going to be like this. That's what we're dealing with. You're right. Some shit is going on. It's distracting the focus from our people, man. And every time one thing happens and that, that diversion die down, they come with another one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that French wave hit so hard. They could have killed, they could have, that, that shit that happened in the middle, they could have killed, they could have actually killed 20 niggas in a way that made a difference with regards to where people's minds and focus is at. Yo, listen, right? The media, what's, what's going on, though? See, we got to see how they're pushing us, right? They don't really want us to know who our real enemies is. You know what I'm mm-hmm. Now, at the end of the day, we got a beef with all all of the beefs, every Tamahu, every one. You know what I'm saying? But they want us to think that somehow this group of uh, hillbilly, it's just a group of uh, wild rednecks, mm-hmm. that that's who our problem is. Our problem is not, you know what I'm saying? Our problem is not nobody who deals with politics. Our problem is not the CEOs of companies and shit like that. Our problems ain't none of that. The people who run and shit, our problem ain't none of this. Our problem is just these jokers right here who work in the jobs with them. And it's keeping us from realizing that shit flow downhill. So if they acting like this, then that shit started up above them. No, none of these motherfuckers is out of the loop. Because, like, we take the, like, and I'm saying this, like, listen, right? We had a protest. You let the news in, but you don't let the cops in. But the fucking news, these is crackers, please. Listen, man, these are the ones who set an agenda, man. They helping these jokers out. But you oh, respect them, but you don't respect them. Nah, and that's how we working wrong. That's how we working wrong because the, because we getting fixed into a trance of who is our enemy and let, instead of us defining who our enemies are and, and the tactics in which we're going to take them down, we're not defining that our own self. We've been we've been told, you know, as brother calls to say, you know, we we caught up like we've been told that our form of combat is the protest. That is our combat means. The boycott is not part of our combat means any longer. It has not been that since the bus boycott. Well born. You said you said they let the press in and they let the police in. Maybe the police there, but they ain't in fucking uniform, though. That's how I'm feeling right now. Exactly. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> we, we're looking at people, right, and we putting them in certain contexts. They titled, like, who they supposed to be. Uh-huh. And, now, and not holding them all to the same line. Because we're allowing the media to scope who is, the, who is. It's not, it's not all. It ain't the suit and tie. It ain't too tight. It's the redneck tobacco chewing cracker. That's who your real problem is. Exactly. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's who your real problem is. Mm-hmm. And you and, and we going right along with it. 
The not, the crack, not the cracking with the pen and the pad. Not, yeah. not with the camera. It ain't him. It's, it's, it's crack over here. It's him. He the one who the biggest problem. Like, yeah, he's a threat because he will carry out the nonsensical motherfucking uh, uh, play that you put in order. Yes. So, indeed, I don't have no doubt about that. I don't have no doubt about that. But at the end of the day, though, you're the ones writing the script. So we ain't going to let you off the goddamn hook. You can't come over here with us. And that's our problem. We let the ones who write the script get off and write a script for another day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're treating crackers as individuals instead of one collective group. Yeah. Yeah, y'all. They are in cahoots. Everybody yeah. playing their part. Dominated. All dominated. playing their own specific part, and we're not really seeing that. Like Black Lives Matter, like the holy shit. The Black Lives Matter, CNN, C-SPAN, the police, they all the cahoots. Like we running this one. Like, what's a full court press? Yep. Full court. Full fucking court press. So to take you into the Bay of Rustin type of thinking. Over there flip-flopping with him and Jimmy Baldwin. Twinkle toes. Uh, and that's the, that's the push to get you a feminized so they can just destroy you. And the whole thing is, like you're saying, it's a full-court press on the black man. You know what I'm saying? The queen is dead, but they know if they get the warrior, she's going to have to fall in line. So everything she's not, is she's not falling in line by default. Yeah, yeah I, was saying, I was saying this. I was saying this to somebody the other day. I was like, you know, you know, what, what makes you know there's an advantage we have in that the cracker things he won already. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But you, we can't afford to just see here let motherfuckers get exterminated in mass droves and shit. Get down and win it until, until we like that rhinoceros in that fucking California zoo last week. The last one out of three and shit. We can't afford to be waiting that long, and I'm not even saying, I'm not even saying that, um, you know, we at risk of that. But you gotta understand, when somebody, when someone doesn't want your, want to see your offspring be born, that means the ultimate goal is just you being that zero population. Fuck the planet. I'm talking about black people being that zero population, or at least to a manageable amount of, of individuals in their respected areas. And that's the reality we face, and like. This shit, this shit ain't working for them. This shit ain't working for them with our population as as much as it is right now. It ain't working. It's not looking like an easy win right now for the cracker. The cracker in panic mode. The cracker's in mm-hmm. panic mode. That's why all these diversions. He got to have all these diversions now. Now he's exhausting all his resources to try to keep the uh, the African in checkmate. And yeah, not only that, he's trying. Yeah. Now, I was going to say, part of self, you know, even on the scale of before the international bullshit started popping off, the biggest issues worldwide all, all were relative to what's going on in this country and African African people. And it's been about the police killing killing black people, period. You know what I'm saying? It's been about white males killing black people, period. I'm not speaking in reference to Black Lives Matter. I'm speaking in reference to um, where the attention was. The attention for the last... So I say before before two months ago has been, you know, another how 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 often are we getting murdered in the street? Unarmed. You know what I'm saying? That's been a worldwide conversation up until um 
you know, this terrorist shit started happening. No doubt. Then you got to think, where was Black Lives Matter? You know what I'm saying? When Oscar Grant got smoked. All that yeah, shit was funny. I mean, last year. They were living around last year. These motherfuckers is like... They were like, right a, after the they're like a shit. They're like an app, like app game startup and shit. You know? Like motherfuckers no, just made them and brought them public, made them public and shit. <laughs> they only, and they certified them. Like, how the fuck your group come into existence within a year or two and you meeting with presidential candidates? I, I'll say it like this. They came into existence and a week later they were certified. <laughs> you feel me? But it's like black cats on the front lines that don't, ain't been able to get, you know what I'm saying, the type of pub that's been on the front lines for, for, for years. You know yeah, that's when, we got that, that's, that's when we got that compromise, man. Yeah, act, activism, activism doesn't mean you're against the person you being, you're, you're, um, you're advocating against. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. It just means you in the you 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 out and around the action and shit. You know, yeah. One, one thing action. about activism. One thing about activism is you could be protesting Wall Street, right? Mm-hmm. And, and still have stock. And, and and you're still considered an activist. <laughs> and now you 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 saying that though you saying that <laughs> shit right there. Think about when the shit was going down, where the economy was kind of fucked up, and then Michael Moore got people to go down and protest on. I don't know where the fuck they was at talking about something about we all want people with this about the money and shit. It was about economics. Mm-hmm. Remember that shit. Yeah. So that was almost the beginning of this Black Lives Matter shit right there. Like they was formulating some type of diversion that would grasp the people, you know what I'm saying, and take the focus off of black people's suffering and we being the primary, uh, we the primary uh, uh, recipients of white aggression. It's the black. They try to make it like it's everybody, you know, immigrants. Yeah. Hispanics, this is, but we are the primary recipients of white aggression. Yeah, and just whether, like civil, whether it's, I would say just like civil rights is looking like, just like civil <laughs> rights looking like other, other people are benefiting. Hey, off of the situation, yeah. With that Michael Moore shit, they, that was the beginning of that Black Lives Matter shit, the way he was coming out with that bullshit. Because this Black Lives Matter is just supposed to be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, the whole group is comprised of blacks, whites, trans, gens, this, that. Like, what the fuck? But your whole, but your slogan is is pertaining to a specific group. But then the group that's professing, that's, that's act, you know, that's standing behind your slogan is made up of all types of different motherfuckers. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That yeah. don't even make no sense. So why would you use us as cannon fire? For issues, but then once you get into the main meat of your fucking premise, you're going to start talking about rights for transgens and, and, and all this yep. extra shit. Yep. You're right. Now that's, that's a contradiction, just like the Yahoo movement. The fuck? That's COINTELPRO right there. Yep. 100%. That's a fully, fully operational. <laughs> Man. Black faces the boot. And if you don't, again, this is why it's important that, you know, we do have to continue to reference, we do have to reference um, history within the last 100 years, especially when you're dealing with uh, black organizations and just how they, who's funding them, man, because um, 
If you're a nonprofit, the cracker got you, got you, it's fun of you. You know what I mean? Bill Cosby ain't fun. Oh, you hear me right. Bill Cosby ain't fun in Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a secret. It's not a secret black man behind the curtain. You know what I'm saying? With his money funneling into this shit. Not and it's also not grassroots people doing it either. And that's the thing. You can tell the difference between a real, a real, um, original grassroots movement. First of all, niggas ain't getting that. They ain't giving niggas that much airplay. Real revolution. You don't get in front of the camera and all. You're not even on TV. Nah, right. if you win, nigga, they pulling bodies out. They just showing yeah. the bodies. Ain't nobody over there. We went down, we knocked on the police uh, station, and they didn't open up. So then it took them so long to come up. Like, nigga, revolution, we ain't even worried. They ain't got nothing to do with what the fuck we doing. So you can yeah. tell that they not, they not, they ain't, they ain't even with, they ain't got nothing to do with, with what we doing. It's a diversion when you hear that type of talk. That's agent talk. Agent talk, yeah. And the woman was like, well, how do you know the police has something to do with it? She's like, well, we believe because they didn't come out. Why else would they not come out? And, like, the fuck? Exactly. But, they, but yeah, she made the whole point, you know, shit. Your ass probably shut the fucking butt out that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> if you weren't prepared for what's going to happen with the potential when no your enemy says why the cracker if you if you protesting white people shooting black people unarmed, why are you gonna go to white people unarmed? <laughs> in, in, in any in any venue, whether it's police, whether it's they fucking a fight yard or this goddamn country club, why are you gonna go there unarmed? And ask you to get shot. Yeah, ask you to get shot. You you have you have you have multiple cases of being confirmed of killing many black people. You're going to go unarmed. I don't know what anybody thinks before they leave, when they leave their house. Like, yo, if you're serious about this and you know what you're up against, this is, you're dealing with life or death, right? My Bullets is not nothing to play with, right? So yeah, you're going to yeah, sacrifice yeah. your life, but you're going to do that with nothing. You're going to go, you're going to go empty-handed. You're going to fucking... Handcuff yourself with somebody else in the street. You're going to do all this dumb shit <laughs> and not be able to protect yourself, one. And then, and two, not be, you should not be willing to protect yourself. You're not even considering safety. These motherfuckers that, you know, I've done so many different rallies, man. I did a rally in, in Washington, D.C., a couple of them, right? When Gaddafi was, uh-huh. um, before Gaddafi was, before Gaddafi was killed, right? When they were doing them bombers. Mm-hmm. So we protesting and shit. It's protocol, like protesting. This shit is so fucking organized, man. This shit is, this shit is so organized. The whole goal is to make sure you don't get hurt. Literally. It's about, you know, you don't want to touch anybody. They want to instigate. You want to stay in the past. That we should, you know, all this shit. Now, make sure you're skinny jeans. Make sure you're skinny jeans is buckled up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm listening if the if, if the cracker open fire on an organized group of unarmed people, right, and they're protesting armed people killing people without weapons, the situation is a contradiction. Like there has to be something mentally wrong with the people who um, are following, because there's always an organizer. You feel what I'm saying? 
No doubt. It's always the word. It's horse shit, man. It's shit going on. It's horse shit right now. I tell you, it's cold. <laughs> The shit don't go down like that, bro. Like you said, you don't go to them type of events in mass, like numbers, right out in the open like that. Even when you was looking at um, uh, Ferguson, man, like it was a whole different type of vibe there. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. bullshit going on, but the way they was even dealing with the protesters was militant because there was the militant element there with the grassroots element. So they wasn't approaching it like, oh, well, there ain't no police around. You get shot at by random racist uh, skinheads and shit. Like, yeah, they weren't even nothing like that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So this shit is scripted, man. I'm, 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 with, I'm with your uh, with brother Little on that, man. That shit scripted all out, man. Yeah, man. Shit scripted out, man. <laughs> and that's just some dangerous shit. It's real dangerous when you got the enemy. You know what I'm saying? Like you were saying, it's time for some serious organizing where niggas is sitting down and you blocking off specific points of, of access from your enemy so they can't be running, you know, propaganda on your group or anybody affiliated with your group. So y'all yeah. already got your own type of, of, of information. Y'all coming back. Y'all, y'all, y'all submitting your own uh, uh, documentations and opinions yeah, and about assessing, what, and assess, what, actually assessing this shit exactly. You feel me? And the next time you come to this next uh, 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 engagement with your enemy, which is a war, you're gonna you're gonna perfect your game plan. You're not gonna come the same way. Pick it in. Black Lives Matter. This. You're not gonna even come. You're gonna go. Okay, we did that once. Now we're gonna hit them from this flank because that's just the art of war. Niggas down in the street is really uh, uh, 
that's a testament that motherfuckers really is low-key doing what the fuck they're supposed to be doing. When you engage in their battles, you're going to lose soldiers. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You know, so there needs to be some organization, though, just like we talking about, and that shit is done off air type shit. But you know what I'm saying? Shit is going the way it's supposed to go right now. The white man's fucking scared. That's why he got his stacking up his police force. The niggas is shooting on call. Every time you see an officer, how many times you see an officer come to the scene? One deep, two deep. Every time I see them pull up, nigga, they like five, six cruisers deep. Shook. Mm-hmm. They're not ready for no firefight. They, these motherfuckers ain't had no real confrontation as far as any real military exchange. So they're not really ready for no serious firefight, dude. Even if you get just a few handful of motherfuckers who know how to handle some, some weaponry, these niggas is going to be all fucked up and shook. Because they ain't never really had to really bang like on that level. They always come so aggressive and they come with so, in so many numbers, they don't never have to get their hands dirty. Yeah. So they're not prepared for no serious altercation, man. So we, like you said, we in a nice position right now, baby boy. This shit is real, looking real nice right now. That's what I. That's how I feel about it. Exactly. Just gotta be smart. Stop fucking around. <laughs> you feel me? But Stay away from the fucking camera. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. This is looking real nice right now. Right, Pop, who's still on the line? Who's that, brother boy? Who's your name? Oh, Black Pop. Oh, Black Pop. Black Pop. You know, I ain't have no reason to cut in. I'm, I'm sitting back. I'm just like everybody else, man. I'm learning, too. I'm just going to put a listening ear on. Yeah, and it's something I'm going to put out there. This has to, this has to do with, um, with the education, right, and uh, homeschooling the children, and that is, it's a, it, because it's an act of war, before you decide you're going to homeschool your children, and this is all relevant to everything we're dealing with out here on the street, you have to, you have to come up with emergency protocols for your children to follow um, based on the, the potential of you having to engage um, aggressive force. You know what I'm saying? You have to do that. Most people... Most people focusing on shit from the perspective of um, the end result, but you got to get to the end of the result, <laughs> right? And so when you think about how you think about how to crack up on schools, he got cops at all the schools. <laughs> it's a security mm-hmm. emergency protocol. Most people most people educating their kids at home without an emergency protocol. You know what I'm saying? They don't have backup. They don't have backup numbers of call and shit for babysitters and shit, but. I think it's important we focus on uh, or put that out there. I'm just going to put that out there, too. Even if you ain't homeschooling, create emergency protocol for your children or children in the household who might be in your space. And that is, that is for the most part, to protect them. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the most important thing at the end of the day. You yourself, of course, but you want to you wanna put that in your mind that this is what we're dealing with. 
Shit. So, yeah, and I'm saying that from personal experience. <laughs> no doubt. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, buddy, you know, you, you said that right, too. You got to be prepared. You, know you got to be prepared for the whole school thing. I mean, I, I would, you know, if you got a young one, I would do it with them. Definitely. Make sure all the new generations come in. You know, it's funny, too, B, like, when you tell your people you don't want to, want to homeschool your baby, man, it'd be a lot of times it'd be your own people that'd be like, what the fuck, you can't do that? Like, why would you uh, do that? You going to fuck the baby up? I'm like, what you mean? You know, yeah, like, it'd be shit you say. Hey. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you're 100% right. It'd be your own people that call the peoples on you, too. <laughs> <laughs> call to your services and shit. They call the peoples, now you got to deal with three levels of law enforcement on your ass and shit. <laughs> You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, that shit's real. I, I, we don't we don't talk enough about safety, and you know, for the most part, of, uh, some, most some of the most common conversations we've been having um, as a people has to do with our demise, our being killed off, right? Um, everything else seems to be important, even making money. You know, it's always up there and things like that, but. Um, the safety and security is, you know, like that's something Brother Little always focusing on. Just, just putting that out there. Like, you gotta, you gotta get the children focused on, on surviving. Also, you know what I'm saying? And fearless, being fear, fearless of it. It's not so much as um, something to be afraid of, but they have a right to protect themselves and make sure that um, they're able to find safety wherever it may be, based on the environment we live in. You know what I'm saying? I can say this, I'm 33 right now, and um, I can't really recall it being um, like it is right now when I was 14, you know what I'm saying? No doubt. So, you know, that says a lot for me, shit. My son's 14, you know what I mean? (laughs) I'm looking at it like, damn, you know? What's up, yeah. No, it's funny, though. We's coming up. Motherfuckers is like, damn, it was fucked up, too. They was like, man, y'all the bad. They was like, y'all the y'all Generation X and shit. That's mm-hmm. what we say. We's coming up. But then we still, you know what I'm saying? Had a little more camaraderie and shit. Then when, like, when I see these youngsters, I be like, damn. I'm like, they, they cool, but they just don't, the way society's fucked up, they don't have a lot to look forward to. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong yeah, with the babies, period. It's the social construct they coming up in. This shit is on some other shit. You're right. But the children, yeah, the children themselves, shit, their potential is, is unlimited. And they ready. That's what I'm saying. They ready. We just not fucking stepping up to the plate. As the as older generation, we ain't doing our business like we're supposed to collectively. But also, the system is putting up more resistance now, though, than, than I've ever seen them put up. Like I'm saying, with the, the, the diversions and shit, the system now is putting up more resistance because they see the potential for for a real, true uh, 
you know what I'm saying, uprising and shit. So they putting out more, you know, they put more resistance up more than ever. And it's only going to get a good, more aggressive. So like you said, niggas got to have a plan, of, you know what I mean, in place. This shit going to get more and more aggressive because they panicking. It's time for the rain. Roman, you know, it's over. Their reign is coming to a close. Even amongst their own people, they having issues because the average white motherfucker's fucked up. So anytime it's beef amongst them, it's always going to get real tight for the African. Super tight. Right on, brother. Cause that plan for contention is right on. Mm-hmm. Then like uh, like brother Bourne been saying, as far as getting the children, you know, what I mean, ready, taking them out, having them identify with wildlife and certain plants and shit like that outdoors is gonna be a must. We used to be outside all the fucking time. Like me and my homies, we'd be out in the woods playing. You know what I'm saying? We'd be fucking we'll be out in the woods just fucking around cooking and shit taking the grill down and this shit like we was doing certain shit not just because on survival shit it was just we had a little bit more different type of outlook as far as interacting with nature and i don't really see that with these with the youth today but that's got to be something that's being pushed a little bit more Yo, man, I just had a laugh, man. Yo, we go in silence sometimes, and I'll say to what you said, brother, man. I saw the family building and shit. Everybody building. They was just plotting and thinking, like, yeah, you know, it's real shit. It's crazy, though. Now every time you turn on the news and shit, they got us on that motherfucker like, oh, being shot and shit. Like, we the topic of conversation day in, day out. If it ain't street shit, you know what I'm saying? Or some entertainment shit. On this, this, that. So it's like now, we pretty much fueling the headlines. So that means anytime we get that much attention, you know what I'm saying? Man, we the main focus of shit. So that means the enemies is ramp, ramping up because the media is nothing but a propaganda tool. So anytime you keep seeing a specific group on the motherfucking tube, that's the group that they're targeting. I got a question for the family. If um, if we were to just, on a large scale, just, just pull our kids out the schools on a large scale, what do y'all think the actual reaction would be? I mean, do you think that they would 
impose a military response for us pulling all our kids out to schools? What do you think? I mean, it would be sending them a message. What do you think that their actual next move would be? Um, I, I, I think this is Brother Cole's. What I think is um, I think a couple of possibilities will happen. Um, depending upon the state, you might have just simple administrative action, right? And then um, in, in other states where there's stringent, um, you know, laws, pertaining to, to homeschooling, you might find um, law enforcement directly being involved, you know what I'm saying, child protective services. That would be immediate, you know what I mean? But that before, it, before it hit that, there'd have to be some sort of, you'd receive some sort of legal notice, um, you know. Now, every, every parent does have a right to educate their child. That's the law. Now, how you're allowed to do that is what they, they give you, um, policy for, you know what I'm saying? So you could you could very well just sign your child out. In in many cases you can check off homeschool, which is an option. You can check that off and take your child out. So they might not even know it right away if we if we um you know don't go telling the fucking world about it, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm talking I'm talking about on a large scale. I mean like the majority that's, that's, that's of, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Of, of, if, if you did it on a large scale, what I'm saying is if you did it nationally, right, it's not necessary for you to tell white folks you're taking all the children out, right? It's something that they would have, they would have, it would occur, and then they would be brought, they would be aware of that. You know what I mean? The only way that that would happen that, you know, you would immediately have to be concerned about something would be if somebody told on all black people around the country doing it. You feel what I'm saying? Drawing draw attention to it. Because you have a right to do it. You have a right to do it. You know what I'm saying? Now, it is a declaration of war. So you're gonna, regardless of if we all did it or I just did it or somebody did it, you, you're, already in the, you're already automatically put yourself in a position of being opposed to the system. And that's because they, they want your children. You know what I'm saying? They want our children. So that's, the number one, that's our number one resource. And that's also their number one potential resource. So it's a battle for that. You know what I'm saying? In my personal experience, I um I chose to homeschool my child. He was 11 years old, and uh, the cracker basically he started sending the, the soft. He sends the soft administrative enforcement. That's going to be child protective services or school school administrative representatives, right? Mm-hmm. After that. After that, he, he, he'll send a police officer or two with the representative from either DCF or Board of Ed, right? Mm-hmm. After that, you're going to get a subpoena. You're going to get, um, I'm, saying this, if you, I'm saying this, if you say, fuck them, this is what I did. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's, it's, I'm glad I did say fuck them for so long because I got to see what the process of their enforcement was. You know what I'm saying? So after police are involved, then you're dealing with state trooper and police involvement and monitoring your house. You know what I'm saying? So that is um, hourly door knocking, banging on your door, uh, surveillance outside from you know, depending on where you're at, you might have motherfuckers looking from behind your house and shit. You know what I'm saying? This is what this is the reality I had to deal with. Um, 
And then you can't trust anybody that works in any type of social service or state agency that you know already. So don't call nobody asking for no fucking advice on what to do. <laughs> <laughs> what did what what was their motive like? What did they feel he was trying to do? Like as far uh, as they, they, said it was, they said it was they said it was they said it was educational child abuse. <laughs> <laughs> They got the shit. Educational child abuse. Yeah, neglect. Uh, by way of, of yeah. depriving him of the European education. And then, I mean, but like you said, you got the right to, 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 to homeschool your child. So when you told him that, what they like? What was their position? I'm going, going to court. To give... I'm going to court. My yeah. child has a lawyer my child had a lawyer apply oh, um you know what I'm saying? He had a lawyer and everything. Uh, and and it, yeah. it all came down to can you prove this man is not um, educating his child yeah. properly, or that he's not confident enough to educate. He said no, so case dismissed. But that was after all this other shit. I mean, I had to leave my house for weeks. I, I had to put my child someplace remotely with people we trusted and shit like that. You know what I mean? For weeks. This is how this is how real that shit got. So, um, you know, and this is in a, in, I was doing that in a state where. Is no child support enforcement, not child support, but um, homeschool laws. You know, you have a free, you have a freedom to teach your child whatever you want. So it was awesome, all you know, you're teaching, you're teaching him some African stuff. We don't know, you know, all this shit. Now, were they trying to be a baby and shit? Yeah, you know all of that, but there's a again. Oh, if you, if you teach, if you teach the, if you do it right, again, it's how you. There's one what you what you what you teach your child, but it's two also. Um, you're willing it to just really you gotta treat you gotta treat white people like they're less than you in a situation where they're taking away your freedom or your child's freedom, yo. So they mm-hmm. you can't you can't treat them like you gotta treat them like they crackers. You can't be like, oh, this is a nice. You can't treat them like what mm-hmm. the cars say or what you assume yeah. or what people you can't define them as that. You have to treat it as this is a this is a this is warfare. They mean no good. They you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is a job for them. So you, you make it uncomfortable for them as much as you can without, you know, um fucking your situation up, you know what I'm saying? You wanna work through the process because yeah. you know you're right. So you gotta be willing to get to the point where if this is a situation you find yourself in, you gotta follow this shit all the way through. You know what I'm saying? Period. You can't. Now, let me you, can't ask be, you, you can't be treating white people. Yo, we get in that. Let me just say this really quickly. It's one yeah. thing to be like, you know, fuck white people, but when you put yourself in a position where you're able to let them know, fuck you in your system, and 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 all interactions you're gonna have with them, that's something that you gotta be you gotta be willing to yeah. deal with. And that's that's mm-hmm. that's what you get brought to when it's your children at stake, yo. And you talking about just educating? No doubt. Did did they try to cause some uh some dissension between you and wifey? Like make it seem the wifey like is he forcing you to go along with keeping your child out of uh, school? They try to pull some of that shit. Well, see, the thing is, I got I have I have um I have custody of my son, so the benefit in okay. it was. That I had them already legally. The challenging right. part was, the challenging part was them getting his getting his mom involved. So we came together on that. So at the, actually, the day of the court of court, when they saw that um, 
we actually was united in the and and there was she was united in supporting me with where I'm at. Shit, they couldn't do anything mm-hmm. either. So they had to again they had to dismiss the case. There's no there's nobody who could object to my capacity to educate my child. But they tried to use her though. But she was she was she oh yeah man they offer they offer everything they offer everything. Oh man, you know okay. you can get you can get them back and all this shit you know. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I don't it's see wild. them doing that on a large scale, though. They can't. I'll put it in jail. Them, I, I don't see them surveilling. They can't surveil everybody that goes through that on a large scale. So, I mean, I'm trying to see if. It's what the, fa- the family think that they will try to impose some type of. Because it has to be. I mean, if it's not going to be a military response, it has to be some form of a military response where they try to change laws to scare people into send their kids back to school because on a large scale, they couldn't surveil. I mean, they couldn't put everyone on an individual basis through what they put you through. You know what I'm saying? But there'd be a hell of a lot of people going through it. And if you're talking about a large majority, even if we said 50,000, right, this is from my personal experience, I think you also got to see what people's situation is in their life, right? So they're also going to have quicker access to certain people than others, depending upon if they pull their child out. So there's, there's other aspects of it. That's what I'm saying. The response is going to be different depending on if you even interact with white people or not in that type of, you know what I mean? Do you acknowledge, you know what I'm saying? Do you acknowledge a cop at the door type shit? I don't. So some black people do. And if they do, and, it's, and they choose to homeschool their child, they're asking for uh, something that they might or might not be prepared for if they don't, again, like I said in the beginning, deal with security protocol, uh, safety, who, you know, how to motherfucking disguise yourself, all this shit. We're talking about for the children. You're talking about not answering your door and saying, well, shit, let them all come to my fucking house. I'm not, I'm not letting you take my kid. And, and even if that's not what you're trying to do, I don't want to know what you're trying to do, so I'm not home. I'm not answering my door. You can have all the squad cars you want to, yo, some, some of us don't. We don't we don't want to deal with that. Niggas come outside first time. Three knocks at the door. Hello, how you doing, officer? Niggas don't know how to not be home. <laughs> no doubt. That shit get shook though. Like you said, niggas get shook in the you know what I mean in the midst of engagement. You ain't throw a motherfucker there. You get shook. Or niggas might even be, you know, doing certain things to maintain that could be perceived as something that would be illegal. So they, you know what I mean, right then and there, they put, you know what I mean, it causes conflict between them and the agenda. And then some people just ain't well-versed to be dealing with the law. You know, everybody ain't articulate. They don't have the mental capacity to be able to deal with that shit, like you're saying, bro. So it, it can be. But that's, that's, wow. they, they use that, they use that to, to their advantage because, of what we see police officers as, even if we don't like them and shit. You know what I'm saying? A nigga gonna fill up every time them lights go on. I don't give a fuck. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna, how, I don't know how many niggas got away with doing more than 10 car chases with police or some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is not something we do. You're gonna pull your ass over. So, you know, we're prone to respond to them in that kind of manner, even if it's them knocking at our door. You know what I'm saying? you in the store with your child or shit. Some people won't say don't talk to that cracker. I'll say don't talk to that cracker. But you said they were surveying. They say hi. You know how they say hi. You know how they say hi. You know, baby. No, don't. Don't even know how to do it. Don't say shit, huh? 
you said they had you under surveillance and shit. So, like, say if you was, you know what I mean, handling your biz or whatever. They, yeah. try, they they trying to see if you're doing anything illegal. If they can do, get anything on you, they pretty much was looking for any way to fuck you over. Yeah, it was that. It was also the part that, um, you know, for a majority of the period of time, they, they didn't really know what I looked like, um, you know, face-to-face or anything, because I just, again, I wasn't responding. You could not deal me by email only. <laughs> yeah. And we got yo, you got a right to tell people that. You don't have to give your fucking number out. Get an email address, man. Yo, email me. Okay. I can say, I can say you want a paperless world and shit, right? Email me. <laughs> we give them, we give them a lot, man. There's a lot we give. We think there's um some sort of some sort of um penalty for not not taking just little simple stands. You could say mm-hmm. no. You can say like no. Not complying. Don't comply. You ain't got to comply. Yeah, no Before doubt. it even gets physical, you just don't just don't comply. Shit. You know what I'm saying? With well, regards to, I mean, you in the space to do so, but shit. When it comes to education, again, like I said, you're talking about mass exodus, right? Out <laughs> of the school system. I think I think that's one of the biggest. I think that would be one of the most impactful things to do. You know, compared to just doing some fucking Black Friday boycott, that's what it means. I mean, that's kind of my point. I think that would make a much bigger statement than any march, any boycott, any... I mean, especially when the system, the way it's set up, is predicated upon the schools and all that get money by the amount of heads they have, you know, amount of behinds they have in the seats and all that. It'll be making a statement on multiple levels. And I think it'll say much more than any march, any boycott anything that people are coming up with right now. Hey, yo, and, and that's also a nonviolent response, too. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Wait, well, niggas, shouldn't be, right? niggas shouldn't be scared. That's part of my, I'm trying to figure out what, what niggas, I, I mean, I got to say some people may not be in a position to homeschool their kid, but if you're in that position, where's the fear of just saying, okay, fuck it, pull my kid out, enough of the bullshit. I think I think the crack is getting to a point where people who who might not consider themselves being able to financially as a reason you know some people use finance as a reason for not being alone in school. Um, get to a point where you can't even use that fucking excuse. <laughs> That's just the reality of it. It's just the reality. You know what I mean? There's people going. To, there's people who can't. I, I'll tell you this. There's people who. The school system, they got kids in the school system. The school ain't spending nearly as much as they would on teaching their child because there's a lack of resources. You know what I'm saying? It's a reality we're dealing with. When we talk about inefficiency of the school system, you're talking about it being no different than what you think you wouldn't be able to provide to your child at home. You know what I'm saying? There's a Some states offer free... Free shit. Can you free yeah, laptops? Yeah, no. Yeah, there's, there's a yeah. lot of things that offer that, but this is a this is the thing I'm gonna say is um take that shit, you in. Do you wanna do you do you do you this is caught this is a this is caution this is something this is like a caution flag. That up. When you uh-huh. homeschool when you homeschool, um look at 
look at trying to do it without as with with the least amount of crack involvement as possible. If you're trying to do it African centered. You know well, I mean, you guy, I would, I would use all this shit. I would well, just no, no. get it as a cover for them to stay off my ass. Well, no, yeah, gonna your, shit, they're gonna be on your ass if you listen, man. Lesson, lesson from fucking with the cracker. If you, if you fucking with them and you, you're trying to cover something through being involved with them, you're attaching yourself to them. The goal is to yeah. detach yourself from them. Not you don't want you want the least involvement as possible. I don't want to have to see no white people in public regarding my child's education. You feel what I'm saying? It's not necessary. Mm-hmm. That's me seeking approval. They got some African Center homeschool programs out there. Oh, yeah, I know. But it, and, and the thing is, this, there's other aspects of it where you can be African centered and you can use resources that are inexpensive or close to free in many cases that have nothing to do with what you having to get. Um, resources from the school system. Again, if the school system is inadequate, what the fuck do you need the resources for? You got you gonna use the same social studies book? Wow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you gonna use know, you, know, you. you know what I'm saying? There's, there's an aspect of it that I mean, there's stages to it when you when you understand it. You know what I'm saying? It's not there's nothing that you would lack that people would lack at homeschooling a child. If you're trying to get a certain "quote unquote" product, you know what I'm saying. You send your child to the cracker school for an output, right? For for your child to become something that, um, you know, based on what's instilled in them through that process. So, you know, when you're doing a homeschooling, you look at your child a completely different way. You don't look at it, look at them as a product. There's a whole different, you know, consciousness that goes with it. But again, it depends on how you're doing it. You got some, you got African-centered people. Um, we have people who are they're, they're, they have Christian-based homeschooling pro, uh, processes, so everything will be based on Christianity. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they but they but they're African in the context of the the amount of history they infuse into their religious um, curriculum. You know what I'm saying? So there's there's, my, there's a lot of dynamics to it, but. I think black people need to look at all fucking options outside of the school system, just just period, you know. You got to trust it. The whole issue we're facing right now is trusting ourselves more than we trust them. I definitely agree with that. I, mean, I think just with, I think there's enough options out there for the statement to be made. I think the people are just scared. Well, there's no the, the direct. There has to be again. There has to be a structure to it. Like, like we were discussing earlier about the um, marching or showing up to showing up to a gun fight with a sandwich. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> you know, there has to be some level of thought put into doing it right, or um, at least getting started. Because at least if you can get started. You can build something from it, you know what I mean? But if you don't even want to get started, you can't get shit. There's nothing going to happen. Nothing. So I think, again, even with the education, we've got to be, we got to be extremely cautious and um, calculated. And, again, it won't be a problem as long as no niggas don't say, hey, oh, that's what I'm like, really, niggas try to drive it or try to fucking. Say, you're the one to do that this day. <laughs> 
It won't really matter, though, because you can do it. Like I said, you can go in, sign off legally. Shit, this one's online for each state on, um, on um, you know, what's necessary to withdraw your child legally. So. Yeah. And most yeah. of them only have a, um, a three- to four-hour minimum of time you need to spend schooling your child. So, I mean, yeah. I'm quite sure people can find three to four hours out the day to spend with their child teaching them some shit. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but, again, it's how you do it. If you're going to do it there, you can do it their way like that, or you can just calculate how how many hours in a school year is four hours a day and teach your child however, whatever you want, shit. Because the reality, the reality of life is, you know, you're not you're not going to teach four hours of curriculum every day. Life is a part of the school. Life is a part of the curriculum when it comes to homeschooling. So you, you know. And the thing is, like, when you're doing that shit, you don't want it to be in the exact manner. For the simple fact, like, the whole shit is an indoctrination process where you got the kid thinking they're supposed to do the shit the way the social construct is set the fuck up. So sometimes, like, when I have my daughter and shit, she's like, I'm going to school. I said, no, nah, we ain't going to school today. It's a holiday. We home. It's crib. We chilling. Kicking it. You know what I'm saying? Just to offset the programming and shit. So it would just be days. I'd just be like, man, fuck them. We'll fuck what they talking about. We'll be up. We'll be checking tomorrow. Matter of fact, we might be home for two days. And they'd be like, oh, you need to have them here every day because, you know, They'll send out the truancy and, you know, there's a certain amount of funding that goes along with them. I'm like, man, hey, I said she wasn't feeling well. We was chilling today. So, you know what I'm saying? If she ain't feeling well, we ain't coming. But for my daughter, I just tell her we just home. You know what I'm saying? Period. Just like I said, to break the programming. Everybody think, you know what I mean? As a youth, you just get used to, oh, you got to go to school. You got to go to church. Gotta do this, gotta do that. Nah, I ain't gotta do none of that shit. We chilling today. It's African day. We chilling. Just simple shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes can be beneficial as well. Like you said, for everybody who can't just be through the homeschool and move, certain little other things you can do to kind of break that programming. But I would recommend, like you saying, just you can get them out, get them the fuck up out of there because there's too much bullshit going on in there. And with the uh, vaccine, they mean making them get some shots and shit that ain't even necessary because they tried to give me a hard time. I told them, you know, I had the form work. Lady put on, I want my daughter to get no shots and shit. Like, she's not doing no vaccinations. They're like, oh, well, she has to. And I'm like, well, I got I got a, a vaccination exemption form from her other school, so I have no fax it over. So, anyway, um, I went up there, and I'm like, well, you know, uh, I got the form from her other school and brought it up to the school. And she's like, well, don't even worry about it. Like, I got a form right here. So I'm like, why the hell you got me running all over looking, getting this form if y'all got one? And she was like, well, just keep that one. And here, just sign this. So she's like, well, you know, if there's ever an outbreak, she won't be allowed to come to school. And I was like, well, why the hell would she want to come to school if she if, if, if there's an outbreak anyway? <laughs> so I said... But then she's like, well, and she's like, well, why don't you want her to get the vaccine? And I said, because that's not, you know, what we believe in in our culture. And I said, well, if you tell me that if I give her the vaccine, she won't catch the disease, she, she'll never catch the disease, and I'll, I'll get it for her. 
She's like, oh, no, I can't say that. And I was like, so why would I have her take something when it's not a cure or uh, it's not going to prevent her from catching whatever it is she's taking the vaccine for? She's like, well, well, it helps. And then there's other children around, so we want to make sure everybody's protected. Just saying some idiotic type shit. But they wanted them. They want them vaccines done. But they don't tell you right offhand. So if you don't really know shit, they're gonna run the game on you as if you don't have no options, which is kind of fucked up. But that's how they're gonna run it. They make it think it's got to be done. They're about to make it mandatory for everybody. I know, which I mean, you gonna have to shit. You have to, you have to choose freedom or death. You know what I'm saying? That's what like like bug like he's saying right there, baby. Shit. Mine ain't getting it. I don't care what the law they pass. You know, while I'm still alive and I'm kicking, mine ain't taking You feel me? You ain't get mine. But what you talking about? See, now this is the thing where the mom and the father have to be on the same accord. Because this is where they start trying to pit, you know what I'm saying, the woman against the man. And if he doesn't get it, you're going to jail. Nah, nah, nah. So, you know what I'm saying? It's important that the mother and the father be on the same accord. When it comes, especially when it comes to the child, if y'all got some beef on some other issues, when it comes to the child, hopefully y'all want, you know what I mean, everybody on the same page. Because they're going to do that. That's the first thing they're going to do is try to get the mother and the father, get the woman to be like, ah, what is he forcing you? Be on some monkey shit, man. Yeah, they be on that monkey shit, man. But you got blessed, uh, brother, brother Cause, because your queen, you know what I'm saying, your daughter's mom was right there with you, man. She could have easily, you know what I'm saying, flipped the script, but I'm glad she, she held the line with you and shit. That's important, man. Even though the fact y'all wasn't together, is that is that what you're saying? Y'all ain't really together, but she she, she held the line on yeah, the baby. Yeah, yeah we, we not together, you know. And, um, Respect this, that queen, this, yeah, this is my son. This is my son. Yeah, he's 14, man. So I've been doing uh-huh. it. He's about to be 15. Yeah, my son. He's about to be 15 um, in next April. I've been doing it since he was 11. You know what I'm saying? I, I've had custody of him since he was 7. So that's uh, respect to your queens for holding the line and not being on no vindictive shit or no bullshit. Yeah, when shit the thing, You know what I'm saying? She could have been like, nah. Like you said, they was trying to offer her custody and all this and that. We'll give you a check. They probably, you know, she held the line, though, so you got to respect it. She wise enough to know, like, okay, you a man. If you got a son here, he needs to be with his father. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know the whole situation, but she held nah, the line. No, but that, that, that's, really what it, that's really what it came down to. Straight up. Yeah, that's what it really respect. came down to. That's respect to that sister then, man. That's the first thing they do is try to go to the female and see if they can get her to, you know what I'm saying, have some type of issue. So that's respect to that queen right there. Yeah, man. Yo, the cracker be, the cracker will make charges up to like a black man up, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to it right now. My baby's like, like, I'm going to like, yo, I didn't even know you can get locked up for that. <laughs> you feel me? God damn! Like I said, luckily you on your shit where you can crash move. A lot of niggas is out here, you know what I'm saying, cutting corners trying to make bread. So niggas start digging too hard, and it might be hard for them to maintain and prove, you know what I'm saying, they worth. So that in and of itself, 
to cause a, um, you know what I'm saying? Cause a, throw a monkey wrench in the game and shit. Mm-hmm. A lot of cats got to do what they got to do. I know you're a smart cat, though, like, as far as you always, you know, keep your little, keep your little job and shit like that. That's good. That's smooth shit, especially sometimes when you're on some revolutionary shit, you got to play both sides of the fence. It ain't always just one way. Yeah, you damn right. You feel me? Yo, yo, because you know what's funny, right? If you if you go without a job for too long and it's not related to, um, you know, not being on, you know, being on probation or, you know, having some sort of um, some restriction, right? Mm-hmm. The cracker know your ass ain't been participating. <laughs> oh, hell so, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know you ain't been invested. <laughs> No mm-hmm. doubt. That's why a nigga got to be real smooth when he moving like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was going to say, child support is one of the number one ways to keep tabs on a black man. And I'm not even saying it in regards to whatever circumstances why you got to pay child support, but, you know, wherever you at, that should follow you. <laughs> Smell you know me. what I'm saying? And it's only, like I said... It's really all to keep that divide between the black man and the black woman because once you can debase the black male, nine times out of ten, the black male get out the game. The woman got to go to the system. Once they get her on the system, they got you by proxy and shit because anything she get, they come into you with the bill. Health insurance, all that shit, they come into you like, nigga, you owe us this amount because she, she, she filed for this and she got that. We're giving her wit, we're giving her a check, and we're giving her health care. So yeah, and the, the, the other thing about it that people don't really talk about with, with child support is that the cracker at interest. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> he actually at interest. <laughs> at interest for doing nothing except killing your ass. You charge and it to poison my people. Yeah. Wait, what are you saying, bro? Nah, that's what I was saying. You know, he had interest to it, you know. And, and the thing about the interest rate on, on child support is it fluctuates with your earnings. So you know how the cracker got a, he got a fixed, fixed interest rate. <laughs> Niggas don't have fixed yeah. interest rates. <laughs> you nigga, it's a third of whatever. It's a third. The thing is a third. Bullshit, Everything else is negotiable. That shit you just said is crazy to the motherfucker, man. <laughs> that's some crazy shit, boy. Say, that's out of control, man. It's war, man. It's war. The mother said I was alone. Well, I was war. Alone. I mean, yeah. yeah. You got the money? I was alone. He gonna pay that back. Yeah. <laughs> he gonna pay that back. Say, like, but well, this is the thing too. Like out here, right? Like, like the niggas, the niggas be uh, they be not paying their child support and shit. You know what I'm saying? The niggas go, the laws go and lock their ass up, right? Hundred eighty days, hundred day, hundred eighty days in the county. So he gone for six months. Gotta go day for day. You know what I'm saying? 
You said, well, kid ain't getting what? The kid ain't getting a dollar. You feel me? But I tell you right there, it ain't got nothing to do with no fucking child support. You're right. And then they charge you for the six months they had your ass in county. That's in the joint. (laughs) That's like I said. Hold up. You're going to lock me up for six months and then only take no money off and then charge your business, man. You ain't taking no money in there. You you can't, a nigga can't bond out. Shit, you in there. Now, up here, though, they'll lock you up and they'll set your bond at whatever price you got to pay for your, however much you owe for um, child support. Like you pay a percentage of it before you bond out? Yeah, no, you pay the. When you pay that bond, the bond be go to child support. Straight up. Yeah. Let me make sure it's the same plan. I was even gonna put out put this out there. Um, there was a time where I owed I owed one hundred and forty four dollars of child support, right? And um, <laughs> I was on probation, and it was talking about the potential of my probation that's not related to my child support. <laughs> my probation being affected by me going to jail for owing child support. I said, God damn. Like a probation violation and shit? Yeah, based on child support. <laughs> now you telling me tell me that ain't just to try to get the black man off the game to ransack the family. That's war. That's war like a motherfucker, bro. Go in like we uh we like to go out like we come in. That's the praises to the ancestors. 
That's praising that Turner. Glory to Garvey. Long live the spirit of Dr. Khalid Abdul Muhammad. Praise Harriet Tubman. Glory to Ida B. Wells. Long live the spirit of Sister Fanny Luhama. Crack in the truck. House maker too. Hold up, y'all. And um, <clears throat> we're gonna go out with this. We're gonna go out with a little, with a little snippet. We're gonna get our little taste real quick. All right, get this. Y'all get this from my brother Griff. No, Doc, share that shit with the sound too, B. You think they're gonna like it? Appreciate you. Pop 
Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.